This is like that that one time when Dean was dressed up, but you're like the antithesis of that. You yeah. look like you're trying to audition for like Eight Mile the Musical. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. Chris looks lucky. Uh, plays hacky sack and works at a head shop. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. What do we got with Jorge? Um, Jorge looks like an eight-year-old kid about to go play baseball. Mm. That's well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I'd say that. Or he looks like he's about to. Um, he's like he's that, that. I don't know. Something about FCA rings a bell. Like you're about FCA? to. Ha- yeah. <laughs> I look like a youth. Mi- I look like a youth minister in training. Yes. Youth hey, minister. We're gonna see you at the, the pole. Brings the donut. We're gonna see you at the pole. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh he my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Do you, hey. you remember all that shit? Oh my gosh! Oh my. You at the pole? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Prayer, holding hands around the flagpole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I used to. I, I, yeah. My. Uh, are, are you pretty? Are you still pretty religious, Troy? Uh, I'm spiritual. Uh, obviously, I'm obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. no. all right. Obviously, as he lights <laughs> up. Not that that's okay. a thing. I mean, I know those things are separate. I'm yeah, man. I, I don't know. Not, I just, mean. yeah, you're right. I, I agree with you, man. Like something happened in my twenties where I just like, you know, I'm just done having people tell me what to do. Mm. Yeah, I grew well, up yeah, with religion. But we grew up Catholic, and you grew up what? I grew up uh, actually Pentecostal Southern Baptist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, man. listen, those Southern Baptists—they right. don't Pentecostal don't though. Bro, bro, going to family reunions and the chick's got hair down to her mm-hmm. knees and she's oh, wearing God. this jean yeah, dress, homemade dress all homemade the way dress. down to her foot, uh, mm-hmm. down to oh, her God. feet. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and honky tonkin. Yeah. Honky tonkin. Oh yeah, my well, gosh. We had, we had, I think that's the thing uh, that, I don't know if you find this in your travels, Jorge, but I find that I connect uh, with Jewish people a lot, like with old world traditions, right? Like so, like yeah. we were got we were raised Catholic. I think some people that I that I had uh, friends with that grew up Jewish had the same kind of like guilt. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's like Jew- they talk about Jewish guilt. There's a, there's a level of guilt that comes with being a uh, a Catholic or being raised Catholic. There's a level of guilt. You know, you're supposed to repent for your sins. Like the being, being simple is always on the tip of your your, your brain. Am I breaking up? No, is that me that, or you? That's me. That's me. That's me. Uh, but that's something that comes to mind, especially growing up when you're young. You know, when we're you're going through like learning to go through either <laughs> communion, like whether it's communion or whether you're getting ready for your um, your audio you sounds break? like doo doo butter. Yeah, it sounds like caca. Now it sounds like nothing. And now you're offline. Excellent. I think what he was trying to say, if I can pick up, comes in the room and starts being a dickhole right away. <laughs> well, the good thing I did instead of halfway through the show. Uh, okay, go ahead. Catholicism. It sucks. Go ahead. I'm joking. Well, I don't know. How, I how do I say that? that? Can we edit that, that out? Can? No. Yeah. No. No. Don't edit that out. Oh, oh, I think great. Now, now, now all the Catholics are going to hate me. You, you think it still sucks? My audio still sucks. Keep, keep all. Of no, the, you're Every bad. time you speak, keep it to like five or six words. All right, now I'm gonna take a break and let okay. one of us talk. 
So sound the best. Really? I don't think so. That, that then that's how you talk. That's how you talk whenever nobody else is talking. Yeah. <laughs> and the audio always sounds perfect. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So Catholicism. Uh listen, man, I grew up with it, dude. I mean, in my, my my grandmother, dude, any chance that she had, she would go to mass, bro. And that was like her thing. And it stunk because my Spanish was so terrible. That's where I got like my ADHD from was because she would take me to so much church. My parents would take me to church and I had nothing but to like zone out because it was so boring, bro. For a kid with bro. ADD, like I'm actually pretty proud of myself for getting through all those years and not getting the shit beat out of me. Oh, I got my, I get the shit beat out of me all the time. Cause like, that was my thing is just mm-hmm. trying to make my brother and sister laugh the whole time. <laughs> bro, that's like the job of a middle child, right? Bro, that's like, I, I was all by myself and we went to church like every fucking day. Oh, like all the time, just everybody yeah. studied. Yeah. Uh, regular studied just Jesus day. Yeah, Jesus group. Day with the Jesus Day. I mean, oh, just Christmas. anything and everything we would go <laughs> to church. Yeah, we would go on Christmas Eve, but that's everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, if you could take back all that time and replace it with just family, like one-on-one time where you guys go to a park, I think that would have been ten times more valuable to do on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. I- I learned valuable lessons too, like um, you know how to how to manipulate my parents and let me stay home. You know I mean? <laughs> Those are valuable lessons. You know? I just fell asleep in church. I used to I be mean, known as the dude that fell asleep. And, mm. and you know what's crazy, man, is that I know people that have gone to church, or they so they say they go to church all their life, and I they turn out to be not very good people. Like let's yeah. let's be real. I mean, let's be yeah, real, I don't like, think that that's a yeah. I think that. Just because you go to church doesn't mean one thing or vice versa. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and that's when I felt like everybody was lying to me. I was like, man, ain't going to church supposed to like make you a good person? Because a lot of y'all are some scandalous mm-hmm. people. No, but and I do like, find out. Yeah. You know. but I do like the whole spiritual thing, but like, I, I mean, I think that's the thing. Like, uh, with anything, there is a balance, you know, like you don't, you can go too far with anything, right? So, yeah. Um, the devil has stepped foot in the church, my brothers and sisters. I'm going to tell you that because my church, I mean, wow. Like, are you Oh, we had some, I mean, it was bad. And I was one of the bad. I was yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing also, like, uh, especially at, like you talk about like youth groups and stuff like that, like you, that's an opportunity to get out of the house and hang out with young kids the same age. You know, you're going to get into some trouble. You know, that's just church part of camp. it. Woo-wee, church camp. Hey, I, did, I've been, you, I never went to camp, so like y'all know that. Hey, let me tell you, hey, Chris, that actually was cool. The moments that they let us free, like, bro, they had our time off. Like, if we got 15 minutes, we enjoyed the shit out of it oh, because yeah. they had us, bro. Like they were talking and talking, and I'm just like, dude, stop, stop! Yeah. It's terrible. Church, church camp was the shit. I just like going to the like all the field trips and stuff. That's why I did FCA. You know what I mean? Like we got to go watch yeah. uh, SMU play football. Uh, oh yeah, that's how they lured you, bro. Oh yeah, that's how they lure you. That there donuts, nothing... right? Yeah, there was yeah, you Christ. get the donuts. Hey man, it's my uh, my girlfriend's Jewish and her her uh, nephew is also Jewish, raised Jewish, yeah. and he uh, went to see you at the poll to get like free donuts, 
<laughs> you know, like to work the system. Yeah. He's like, I went yeah. to this thing to get free donuts. And his All family was just like, pray. Yeah, his family's like, dude, we'll get you donuts anytime you want. You don't have to subject yourself to religious, you know, like, just, yeah. just we'll get you donuts, man. You don't have to do that. Yeah, dude, I, I, I can get down with the Jewish folks because they do have those traditions. <clears throat> like in our. Ours, you have the quinceanera, you have confirmation, before that you have first communion, before that you have a baptism. Like They, they get baptized, it, they also have yeah. um, Dude, that's you know, all that matters in, in our shit is baptism. Dude. Once you're baptized, that's your day. You're baptized, mm-hmm. the, the day you get baptized is Well, like Troy, with yours, day. like, when do you have to start handling snakes? When does that come into play? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, I watched that movie that that movie about the snake handling church with i forget the actor he's in so much stuff he's so oh are you, they did that in um are you talking about like uh no it's a movie about and I, there's a movie about the snake handling church and a girl wants to get away from it but she's uh, the preacher's daughter and the actor he was in sons of anarchy he was in uh he, he played the drag queen in sons of anarchy uh Oh yeah, yeah, he's so good. You yeah, know what I'm talking, talking about, about right? He was a trans. Yeah. He wasn't a drag queen. He was trans in that. Oh, um, he was trans. But yeah, 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 yeah. he's really good. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you're breaking up again. It's not. Yeah, it's not my audio. It's just my 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 video. My my camera. I got to get a new webcam. I think what it comes down to it. That's amazing that but, you can hit it and it works. <laughs> right, it's like uh, the fonts. It's the fonts situation. Dean, you know this guy. Okay, he's All he's right. been in. Uh, he was in a cop show forever. What yeah, what is that, that show? Uh, Unjustified. Justified. He's the bad guy in Justified. Okay, oh. yeah. Okay. He's yeah. the, he's the okay. uncle from Gemstones. Uncle from Gemstones. He's the other vice principal and other and look, vice yes. look up his name. He's always look misbehaving. Up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> misbehaving. Look up his name. I have no yeah. clue who that is. He's he's an amazing. He's a character he's actor in so many really like the best TV shows that ever been on cable. He's in all of it. He's Walton so Coggins. Whoa, his name's Walt. I would never have got guessed that. Walton Coggins. What's the? What's isn't he in a show called <laughs> Unicorn too? Oh yeah, yeah, he's in the Unicorn. Yep. Yeah. 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 He's such. He's one of my favorite actors. Like he's so yeah, he's underrated. Good. He can do anything. And He's the bad guy in Ant Man too. Is he really? Is he yeah. really? Mm. Yeah. I thought I gotta go watch that. Was it Bill Murray or somebody playing a villain too? Is he coming up? Yeah, he'll probably be the villain in Ant Man Three. Ah. Wow, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Spoiler alert. Oh, you mean wow. Ant Man and Wasp? All right, are we still talking about religion? Are we jumping into a new segment? So who knows if that's true or not? Uh, Have we even started the show yet? No, we've been doing a little pre-show. You know how we do. You know how we we roll. I love our pre-show. You know how we roll. (coughs) We just came in hot, you know? Like, that's what... Coming in hot. Coming in hot. We came in, got on the topic, and just started rolling with it, bro. This is a a well-produced show, all right? This is a production. (laughs) We stay on time and everything. (laughs) I just say the first thing that comes to my mind. I just say it. So. Oh yeah, hell yeah, I love it. So, do you want to do it now, or do you want to do it later on after sports when I commiserate over meatloaf? 
Oh um, no, let's get it in now, man. Let's get it now. You already you already okay. dressed in all black. You know, we already uh, we already covered your attire. Uh, so everybody's already heard the announcement. Um, I just want to let it, everybody know that I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, it it hurts. Um, meatloaf has passed. Uh, meatloaf was very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I was fortunate to see him live one time a long time ago. Um, but I have loved Meatloaf since I was a kid, and I have gotten ridiculed for loving Meatloaf. But, especially in that in that time, especially when you were a yes. kid, right? Yes, because he was more he's musical theater. Uh, you know, he he was a he, he was an amazing singer. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of people didn't realize how much of an amazing actor he was as well. His name is Robert Paulson. Yes. You know, it took me a second to realize that was Meatloaf, by the Bitch way. Bitch tits, Bob. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't make the, the correlation. So, like, the, he's, the he must be a chameleon to you because you didn't realize that he was in Rocky Horror either. <laughs> so. Well, I didn't really watch Rocky Horror, but anyways. Oh, you didn't know, oh he's amazing in Rocky Horror. Okay, oh. Troy, continue with the eulogy. Don't okay, I, you Black's know, I, I just, yes. In, in, in the kick a in, in the, the name or uh, in the song Kickapoo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, the kid, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's Jack. Black's in the movie, dad. in the movie, he plays oh, Jack Black's yes. dad. Oh shit, you're right. So you, you've literally uh, just <laughs> just flown by through <laughs> his whole acting <laughs> career. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really start like acting, acting in in the mainstream because he was more of a theater kind of guy. And him and a guy named Jim movies. Morrison got together. And he Jim you know, Morrison or just a guy named Jim Morrison? Just a guy named Jim Morrison. <laughs> Not and, the one from the doors. And, and I might be wrong on the Morrison part, but it's Jim something. It starts he was in Wayne's him. World. Yeah, he's in Wayne's World. But they made Bat Out of Hell, which, which was such a theatrical <laughs> fucking gemstone. Um, and then they come back you know, a decade and a half later, and they get back together, and they had a falling out, and they get back together, and they do "I Would Do Anything for Love," which most people know. That's that's what's weird. One of his last major songs he ever did is his most known song. It's so crazy, and I know him for so much more. My favorite song is "Life Is a Lemon." Uh, it's my favorite song. I'm gonna check that out because I don't really know a lot of his art, or yeah. his work, you know. So I yeah. appreciate do his names. Yeah, uh, you what need is, to check right. that. That. All right, all right, all right, Troy. Give me some. All right, Life is a lemon. What else? Uh, then uh, Thunder uh, Road. No. Um, no, he's gonna give us some obscure shit. Objects in the rearview mirror. Objects in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Wasted. Okay. Wasted youth. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um. Uh, rock and roll dreams come through, which is happens to be the first time that. Uh, oh my God! I, I, this is one of my most famous factoids about Meatloaf, and I can't think of her name. Oh my God! Was married to Brad Pitt. What's her name? Aunt Jennifer Anderson. No, A- Angelina Jolie was her first acting gig. Was on Meatloaf. Uh, Rock and roll dreams come through. Yes, 
she plays a runaway. It's uh, it's great. Um, I'd lie for you, and that's the truth. That's another great one. Uh, all of me, all of me, uh, was a song that got me through uh, a very rough part of my life. Um, in fact, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this. When I was in rehab, my wife brought me my Meatloaf anthology. Nice. I had every Meatloaf song, and it got me Whoa. through. You know those thirty days of hell. You know, Meatloaf. Yep. Is, Meatloaf meant so much to me. He, you know, he's up there with you know him and Brian McKnight, uh, one of my two, <laughs> two guys. Hell Why yeah. are you laughing? Because Why are you laughing? Have, me the, have me on the cheese, bro. It's like everybody else. I'm sure everybody else. And all right, Chris, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, Chris. Uh, no, like the randomness of it. That's perfect. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I know it is random. Meatloaf and, and Brian McKnight. It, it's random as fuck. But yeah. uh, that's that's my shit, bro. I, yeah. I'm all over the place because I like country. I like rap. I <laughs> love on. <R&B. laughs> yeah, that, that's not, that's literally like me saying, man, Eminem and John Cicada. Okay. <laughs> that's how random it is to me. <laughs> okay. That's but that's awesome, dude. Still can't. But John Cicada is pretty cool. Right, you know John Cicada. No, who's John Cicada? He said, "I, I don't want to miss something. Spend another day without you. No, just another day. Yeah." Okay, he sang some really uh, quirky uh, '90s jams. Obviously, John Cicada, bro. You know him. I'm gonna okay, Simi. But uh, MRT. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, can can I, can I rock a solo? Can I rock a solo on yeah, uh, Louis that you sir. did Meatloaf? Go ahead. All, All right, bro, right. Thank you very real much. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, so... Meatloaf. I love you forever. You be in my heart, man. You you shake you shake my life. You you are on my forever soundtrack. Yeah. Well, thank you, brother Troy. That was a nice you googly that you just gave Meatloaf. And uh, next up to bat is Louis Anderson. And no, it is not C.K. Louis. Uh, for those of y'all that are very, very young, no, this is Louis Anderson, one of the OGs, one of the big boys of comedy, throwing it down. And I especially loved when he was in Coming to America. You know that he was the only white person allowed to be on the Coming to America? Yeah. And so uh, Eddie called him up and said, yeah, Lou, you're my guy. And he gave one of the greatest, he gave one of the greatest, I, I still say it to this day. Uh, and it's when he's with uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, and they're just chilling in the back of a McDonald's and uh, he says hello to Akeem and he's like, hey, I started mopping the floor just like you guys, but now, now I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries, then the grill. In a year or two, I'll make assistant manager. And that's when the big bucks start rolling in. And I just love his optimism because he's portraying like an assistant manager is the pinnacle of his life. And at that time in the 80s when Reaganomics was going on and everybody was broke, like that was like, that was actually considered a really good job if you were the assistant manager of the McDonald's. Hey, you know what? I still think it is an important job if you're the assistant manager of the McDonald's. So, yeah, I remember him and- from Life with Louie. That was the thing that oh, I really. Shit, he's back. Yeah, like his his voice work <laughs> on that show is legendary, you know, when he's doing his dad and his mom. Wow, uh, Life with Louie is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Louie. 
<laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he's oh, Dad. Uh, that was good. Dad. And then, uh, you know, later on in life, uh, at, at the tail end, like he has such a revered, man. yeah, what's your such a revered role in baskets? Uh, playing play acclaimed award winning role, yeah. As- yeah. Playing basically, essentially, what he said in, uh, is playing his mom, which I thought was really amazing. Um, and he does such a great job of it. Uh, if you've seen it, it's on FX. Uh, if you haven't seen Baskets, go check that out. Uh, we talked about one of uh, his one of my favorite movies of his growing up was the camping movie. We talked about that in one of the episodes, yes, uh, which is a great flick. Um, yeah, Louis Anderson, we miss you. Camping movie? What movie? The Boy Scouts one where they get the old Boy Scout troop together. Yeah, and so it's a vehicle where they took a bunch of comedians from the 80s and put them together and threw them out in the woods. Um, it's a really yeah. funny movie. Do you remember the name? Because I want to watch that. Um, Man, it's on episode. I'll pull it up right now. Okay. But Richard Belzer's in it. Um, the other Richard uh, guy, he's always like, He's really neurotic. He's always touching his head and complaining. If I go out in the woods, there's going to be bugs. I'd up the use of spray. It'll mess with my inhaler. Wrong guys. Wrong guys? No, it's not. It's called yeah, Wrong it's Guys? The, yeah, The Wrong Guys. Wow, that's a terrible name for that movie. Yeah, it's got Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer, and Louis Anderson. Yes. They're- wrong guys. Yes, sir. Good flick, good fit. Uh, yeah, John Goodman is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the yeah, so rest in peace, Louis. What Louis Family Feud for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yes. Louis, Louis, Louis was Louis was Family Feud. Yeah, yep. Sir, so we asked a hundred people <laughs> what would they find in the bottom of there? That's pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. You guys Cabinets. A dildo survey says. What cabinet with a dildo? Would you find a dildo? Is that the question? Oh, you say, what would you find in the bottom of your cabinet? Oh, okay. Yo, me. A pan. A gremlin. Gremlin? Probably. You got all kinds of weird shit. You know? You got like all like weird toys in random places. Yeah. Anyhow, but yeah, man, uh, that, one, that one hurt. He died of cancer. Oh, did he really? That's sad. That sucks. Yeah, he died of cancer, and unfortunately, Meatloaf died of COVID. So, oh, did he really? Jesus. Yep. Yes. Man, he he was. He said uh, one of his last words was, "He'd rather die than take the COVID shot." So, get hey, the man. fuck out of town. I swear to God, bro, he was he was anti-vax. Get the fuck out of town. I didn't mean to be. I didn't mean to bring it to that level, but I just feel wow. bad for the guy. Because for real, say, yeah, huh. yeah. Jesus, I, I, did, I didn't mean to say. He even led a march against him. But hey, well, he he died he on that him. hill. Yeah, he died. Hey, he died the way he wanted to, man. Like you can't listen. There's something to be said about dying that way than drawing out a long, you know, terrible death. Like I'm. Am I mad at him? Like I'm no. actually kind of not. Now that now that I'm seeing the way, seeing the way that life goes, and yeah. like I don't want to outlive my body. Like, QAnon uh, jumped all over that. They put out an anti-vax uh, music video. Said I'll, I'll I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyhow, be that as it may, Luis, uh, I almost said it myself. You do. Why, why do you call him? Why do you call, wait, what do you say again? You say it backward. You say KC Lewis. I say Lewis. C.K. C- C- Lewis. C.K. Lewis. C.K. Lewis is a writer. <laughs> Isn't C.K. Lewis the writer? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. You're C.S. thinking about uh, C.S. Lewis. Yeah. He's uh, got. He has gone by C.K. Louis and Louis C.K. It's Louis. Louis right, C.K. Louis C.K. All right. Well, Louis, Louis C.K. Whatever. Who's fucking this up? Whatever, man. Not to be confused with the Predator. This guy definitely, probably. I don't know. Maybe he was getting it. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Predator. Right. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Louis Anderson. No. The C.K. Louis C.K. is the Predator. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm okay. too great. All right. Which, great which by the way, if we think about it, the movie The Predator is very misleading because I thought they were going to be trying to capture like a fucking guy that molests children. So back then they didn't call it that, that though, right? No, <laughs> that, that that wasn't around then. I know. We should make a spoof called The Predator. We're like we're hunting down bad like no. chopper. No, no, no. 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 We'll stop. The predator, and, yeah. That's why okay. they don't we'll stop. catch a predator anymore. They got sued. Yeah, I know. No. Well, this is a, this is a fictional movie where the heroes. Nah. Okay, I think people nah. would buy it. That's a great movie. I'm gonna actually start a script. Hard Candy. Watch that. Have you seen that? Uh, no. What is Hard Candy? Basically that, or uh, oh, the, what, the she tortures. Out. Oh, there's one. Uh, there's a Japanese one where the girl tortures him, like, and keeps him alive. Like, cuts off pieces oh, of his body and keeps him alive. The, the one that came out. The one about the woman. Uh, is the one where she f- gets she sedates, gets him, sedates him, and then like pretends to do surgery on castration surgery on. Him. Pretends? Why doesn't she just straight up do it? There's also a promising young woman that just came out. Oh yeah. yeah. The same kind of mm-hmm. Well, all I right. Think that was... On that note. Yeah, man. Okay. Don't be a predator. Puppy. Don't be, don't a, be predator. a predator. Yeah. Don't do it. Hey. Don't be a predator. <laughs> that, that there's nothing nonchalant, <laughs> in, you know. <laughs> all righty then. Right. <laughs> To all the naysayers and haters out there who said we'd never make it to episode 76, well, we did it, baby. Woo! The episode starts now. Welcome to Good Vibes with Chris, Dean, Troy, and Jorge. Fuck the naysayers, they don't mean a thing. That's right. On this week's episode, we have... Right. This is episode 76. We even celebrate the fact that we did 75 last week. That, that's like one of those monumental. That is. Five is a big well, se- 76, 76 is, is a big number. It's a big number, too. 76 is a yeah. huge number. And it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the it's the year of our bicentennial. Or no, that's right. it was tricentennial. Yeah, but you yeah. weren't really here last week, so uh, I was. I wasn't. I wasn't. And that's the thing. Um, that's and I'm not going to be here next week. Y'all, next week, y'all going to have to do it without me too. So <laughs> you know, like that happens. And that's the thing. Like I was so bad about that, like last year. Um, and so I'm going to try to do better this year. I'll still be able to do that um, and do all that, like logistically. What do you mean you were so bad about last year? Well, last year, like I would. 
I, I, there's nothing, I don't know, for some reason, especially at the beginning of the year uh, or when we first started, like, it like because we were like furloughed and we were doing all those this during COVID and all that, this is like, this is all I had going. So like, it was so important for me to hit that deadline and be like, I'm doing that show on that day, no matter what, fuck everything else, you know? And I've over the, over the uh, couple of years that we've been doing this now, I'm like I'm trying to kind of give a little bit of leeway on that and be like, you know, it's like, I feel like as a show, I, you got, you guys killed it last week. And I think that as a show, as long as there's two to three people uh, as a show, we should still be able to do this. You know what I mean? You, you know, what's amazing is I didn't, I didn't realize how much you talked like there'll be times I just take a break. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you can talk and yeah. that's a skill, man. Like sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll be like in a thought and, you know, and you could pick it up and you pick up the, the slack, man. So trust me. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, please, hey, please, I enjoyed yeah, listening to you guys. I thought you guys killed it. You guys, uh, I loved it. And it was so, that was a fun thing for me to be able to enjoy the show as a, uh, almost like a, as, a, as a listener because it was fresh to me. It was all brand new. So that was cool. It was a cool little wrinkle. So thank you yeah. guys for doing that. That was episode 75. This is hey. episode 76. And we're going to start. Okay, go well, ahead. Quote of the day. We're going to do word of the day. Quote. No, man. no, no. no That's all bad. What we've got here is failure to communicate. This is season yeah. four, homie. You want okay, that shit? Go ahead. Season three, bro. All right. This is from T.S. Eliot, the author. Ooh. The author. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Go ahead, say it. Hit me one more time. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. That's deep, bro. That is from the heart, bro. He was on drugs or something? No, I think that's great for comedy. That's great for writing. I think it's great for a lot of things. But didn't he do a lot of heroin? I'm not sure. You know, I don't think so. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, that's terrible we're over here trying to slander this guy's name no he was a lot he did it let's just pretend he did it all natural oh, okay what do you what do you mean yeah. though like do you get what he's saying though you hear what Say he's saying one more time he's saying that he's saying that it takes a person to go too far for everybody else yeah to go a certain you know what i mean like it takes one person by going too far you usually no. you cross the line no. somewhere right that's what read he means again. that's all he's saying no? at all man no read it again. you're in a fucking mood god damn awesome what he's saying even your, look at your body language. This body is language right every now. This is, this is right show. Nah. All right. So, nah. That's not what he's saying, though. What is he saying, then? Say it again. All right. Let me go back to the quote. Only those who will. Well, I will say what my interpretation is, and Dean can correct me afterwards. So well, let me just. I'm gonna, I'm, let, me, I'm, let me try to read it. Let me. Let me okay. Let me try to read it. Then the social, oh the social oh norm, the social norms are not allowing people to go a certain. It only it keeps people in a glass cage. This person is going through that glass ceiling. This person is going through these uh, these set limitations that you're putting on them, and because that person can do that, we can all achieve more. That's what I'm trying to say. Maybe I'm wrong though. Okay, well, uh, once again, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Exactly. The, the ones who have the nuts to go far enough are the ones who are going to find out how far they can go. The ones, oh, you can only go this far. And they say, well, but what if I could go further? You know, and then they try and they actually do. They're the only ones that could possibly know that. You know what do you got, Dean? I know you're over there stewing. Uh, that's good. I mean, 
I shouldn't have said that's not what he's saying. I should have just opened the question maybe with, what does this mean to you? But anyway, it's like Magellan, man. From you can't find out the world is the world. You just have to do it, man. You got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to say, hey, are you willing to it's go? Like an exploration really? quote. Can you do it? Exploration of the mind, exploration of the universe. But Chris is right, too, that by in that person going farther and maybe even breaking the barrier, people around them will see that you could also break the barrier. So it's not like well, you alone get take that. Right. That's how champions are. Do you guys, uh, does that guys, does that stuff kind of do it for you? Like, do you love motivational quotes? Do you like when you see videos like that? Like you were doing like Jorge, you kind of uh, went into one like those motivational Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like Who doesn't like a great speech? Bro, like I will listen to Rocky Balboa's speech all day, every day. It's not about if you can change and yeah. I can change mm-hmm. and we all change. <laughs> Everybody can change. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I mean, Bring listen, when, when you get something stuck in your head on repeat, it really does something. Yeah, I guess you, so, right? right? Whether that's negative thought or positive thought. Yeah. Hey, listen, that's true. Nick Saban, I got, a, I got a chance to see Nick Saban speak. And he said something that has stuck with me. for fuck, like I think it's been like eight years since I heard it. And I probably tell myself it every day. And he said something real simple. He said, life is hard. Life is hard. And he fucking wrote it above the locker room. And that's his quote. Now think about that. Hmm. Think about that. That's it. That those three simple words and those and that succession is, is all he said. And I'm like, damn, you are right. All right. I just wanted somebody to, to vindicate me, you know? Wait, what? So there's no second part to that? Just life is hard? No. Life is hard. Wow. You you think you need to like, draw really from hard? that. Dude. How, how has your life been easy breezy lemon squeezy? No, so it's, like it, that's it, what I'm it, saying. How's that a mantra? If it, that's you know, what I mean, that it's it's so that you the way I interpret those three words is like, hey man, you're doing the best you possibly can. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just work for it. Just work for it. Yeah, life is gonna be hard. You know what I mean? Life is life, hard. Life is like hard. don't think like it's gonna be like whatever happens to you today. It's because it's hard. Is that like pull your pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Is that is that the same? Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I guess so. Don't yeah, be yeah, yeah. Don't be a pussy. Life's hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, that. So you. <laughs> so so what, I hate that. So I hate that. Like, shit. So, so, so what? So what? You got a flat tire. Life's hard. Get over it. Do it. Yeah. Like, this is part of life. That is and like that. That is like. Uh, what is it? Shia LaBeouf. Do it. That is like. Yeah. That. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> And I mean, in some ways, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, whatever. And now, sometimes I might just be like, just do it. Like, mm. okay, you shape, like, it doesn't matter if I'm mimicking you. I'm, I'm imitating you, and that's a lot, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I find, like, that I find I connect more to, like, uh, vulnerability and people who maybe share hard times and then, like, overcame them. You know, the overcoming part is important to me. That, that second part. Mm-hmm. Yes, life is hard. 100% agree. And then... We overcame because we believed and we did this. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? That, that second part is yeah. so important to me. Yeah. And trust me, I like those stories too, but I don't ever want to undermine anybody's hardships and say that theirs was harder than, like, I don't want to put it on a scale. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree with that. I, you know, Can't like I, out. yeah, because I, I mean, I think we all have our hardships, man. And that goes back to my whole deal is like, life is hard. Whatever you're going through, it's going to be the hardest for you. You know? Yeah. Cause some so. people, you don't even know what they're what they had to get through just to get out of the door and to show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes that's hard and for it, people. Yeah. And it could be that they had a great life and there was one wrinkle in time where it just all flipped on them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
Yeah. And, and, and to have all of that taken away from you, like, so just know that if you have everything, it can all be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cause life's hard. Life is hard. <laughs> life That's it. Is hard. <laughs> life is hard. New cocks, new cocks, right? Walk hard. Yeah. Walk hard. I will walk hard. Well, shit, boys. Let's go ahead and get into uh, last week. We had our first movie of the week, and I thought it was awesome. Jorge, I thought you did a really good job breaking your movie down, and I want to try to do the same thing. So I'm about to set it up. My movie. My movie uh, pick was Stand By Me. Um, this is one of those casts, like, you know, this generational, like, sometimes a movie comes out and, like, every young actor is like, I got to get on that cast, right? You know, like, there's been the outsiders. Uh, this is one of those types of movies, Stand By Me. Uh, such an amazing cast. You have um, Kiefer Sutherland. You have Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell. Um, Richard Dreyfus. John Cusack on this absolutely. After learning oh. that a stranger has been accidentally killed near the rural home of four organ boys, decide to go see the body. On the way, Gordy, Vern, Chris, and Teddy encounter a mean junkyard man, a marshal, a marshal full of leeches, and so on and so forth. This is one of those coming of age stories too. Like uh, I, I saw this movie uh, with my family as a child. It's a rated R flick. Uh, it's it, it was made. Uh, it was written by uh, Stephen King. It's based mm-hmm. on the Stephen King novel The Body. Um, so. It, all this goes down in Castle Rock, which is like that. It, it's the uh, the universe or whatever, uh, the, the Stephen King universe, everything. All the stories happen in Castle Rock, which I think is awesome. But uh, it's it's filmed in Oregon. And so uh, you get all these beautiful landscapes. I didn't and that's such a funny Stephen thing. King. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can, t- yeah, after rewatching it, I, you know, I didn't think, I, I didn't realize that either as a child, but after rewatching it, you kind of pick up on. There's definitely a lot of Stephen King type things that happen in the movie, like the story inside of a story, like they yeah, like the, the, yeah. lard ass thing, the lard ass thing. Oh, bro. Yeah. Okay. Keep going, keep going with your, your synopsis. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we so I love that. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're talking about it right now. Um, I love that. But yeah, that's one of those coming of age stories. And I, I think that that this movie heavily influenced a lot of other movies. You know, like you can't you can't look, you can't watch this movie and not think about Sandlot in some ways. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, a lot of definitely. uh Boys in the Hood we talked about already. Like, hey, hey, um, uh, no, what, what was please. that one with the girls? Christina Ricci was in it. Well, mm. There was like a Christina Ricci kind of knockoff of it later on where they were like four girls or something riding bikes and craft. craft. Oh no, no, I think no. it's uh, keep, keep going, keep going. I'll, yeah. I'll come back to it. You, yeah, yeah I talking. know what you mean. I know, keep but talking. yeah, this is a movie that influenced a lot of other movies. Uh well the lard ass scene, because I've always been a fat you know, bad <laughs> did, <laughs> did you feel anxiety when you watched it? Like, no, I felt good because he gets them back. He oh, really? All that I stuff felt and he- the opposite. I felt the opposite. That that scene always bothered me because I I felt the same way. But I was like, oh god, this makes me feel bad about myself. You thought, well, yeah, fuck yeah, he's getting his come up. He's puking all over him, and son, the message. Hey, the, the movie was called Now and Then. Now and Then. I was going to say that. that. Now and Then. Wow. Yeah. It's some chick flick. Um, Whoa, another thing that man. resonated with me was was. was Sadness of, of that performance in that movie was so freaking good. 
Yes, uh, you know he's great, yeah. and it's hard to know. Do you, do you think you think he could have been bigger than uh, Leonardo? I think that's a perfect example. Uh, I think that's a, the career path that he kind of would have been on. I think One you look at all that Leo could have done those. He's a little older yeah, though. Like, like, oh, really well, do y'all remember the Keanu's age? Right, like about Keanu's age. I mean, we'll think of Joaquin is his little brother. Yeah. Yes. So Joaquin is his little brother. To give you an idea but, there. Yeah, right. His his best role. Do y'all remember the Explorers? It's a great movie. The, the yes. movie the Explorers. Oh my god, he's in that. He's the nerd in that. And you and you're just like, oh my god, yeah. that's motherfucking River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on empty is one of my favorite River Phoenix movies of all time. What is it? That's a great flick. Running on empty. It's called Running on the Mosquito Coast. Yeah, wasn't he also on uh, Mosquito on Coast? Is it? That Mosquito Coast. I think. Yeah, that movie was really amazing too. Was he on? Was he on one of the TV shows? He wasn't on the TV show. Uh, with uh. It was that Leonardo DiCaprio that was on that TV show? Uh, Growing uh, Pains? Yeah. Uh, so Growing Pains? No, Growing Pains. Oh, yeah, that's Leo. That was Leo. That was Leo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shoot, I could have sworn that was Leo. Yeah, that's Leo. No, but yeah, I think those two similar, uh, very similar actors, I guess, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it would have been cool to see what he'd been able to do. Uh, I know uh, My Own Private Idaho is one of those critically acclaimed movies, and it kind of showed where he could have gone with his career. And I think it's really sad to see... You know, it just made me sad. But the movie is so good. Uh, Will Wheaton, that's probably his best work. Uh, he, uh, This is like one of those packs, you know, like the Brat Pack or whatever. Like, this is one of those crews. Yeah, you um, had so much. Uh, Jerry uh, uh, I mean, look now. Huh? Jerry O'Connell, he's part of that crew. Like, he, like, yeah. like he's doing great. Well, I'm saying Will Wheaton, you know, you had so much uh, hope for him. Like, because I thought he was great in Toy Soldiers. Uh, as well but then it, then he just kind of stopped like after star trek and uh, you know he's like a kid star where his career kind of stopped everything he does now is all cameo as will wheaton the actor you know all the shit he did with bing bang theory and all that were all cameos as will yeah kind of like freddie prince jr in a way yeah yeah if yeah freddie is that I think he behind the scenes stuff and like you said he does a lot of like interview shows and stuff like that i think you, he has uh, uh, one thing that i very much enjoy that what we does is uh he narrates a lot of really good audiobooks mm. oh he does he you have to send me those uh he does ready player one. Oh, okay nice yeah a couple other ones that he's very good at uh very good to listen to as far as audiobooks go yeah um but he's also you know he's in the star trek thing and uh so he hosts a lot of uh the after show stuff like after each episode of the new star treks he is the host of the after shows and you know those are all coming there's like what one three series out right now this year that are star trek shows and he hosts the after show for each of those nice <laughs> i mean he he survived being yeah. a child actor that's the hardest part of it yeah absolutely casey samazko he's a He's like a, a bit character in this as well. With he's part of the Keith Sutherland group, and that dude is my favorite '80s actor. He's in oh, some of my favorite movies. Yeah, he's I always, such a badass. Yeah, and he was. Uh, <coughs> what guy was he? So he was. He was in Young Guns. He was the guy that says yeah. the whole line that's in the uh, the rap song. Um, you got to be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, that guy was also in the movie called Three O'clock High. Yes, yeah. Three O'clock yeah. High is one of my favorite '80s flicks, and he's the star of that. It's his only starring role, I think. Dude, and he killed it. In fact, they've made so many freaking spinoffs of that movie; it's insane. Oh yeah, like yeah, he, that, that, yeah. that's what that movie uh, Bully was about with uh, Ice Cube and what's his name. Uh, <coughs> I, yeah, I just thought uh, he was really talented, no. man. I I don't know what happened to his career because, like, I thought he could have been, you know. He was really, just really talented. 
I really like. Yeah, but you know what part I like of Keith or Sutherland is when he the River Phoenix is pointing a gun at him, and he's like, "Okay, kid, <laughs> give me the gun." <laughs> yes, hell yes, hey, I love kid, that too. Give me the gun. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's so nasty. You look well, so- and that's the thing. And that's the funny thing, too. That's funny. That's something that resonated with me, too. Everything I remember from that movie uh, erased the abuse. Yes. It took the abuse out of the movie and was like, that's everything I remembered. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't remember any of the abuse. I don't remember. I remember slightly the oh, ear thing, the burnt ear thing. That. I remember that. Dude, this movie, I give it. Thing, though, like, like, I remember that shit. That was crazy. I give it a 4.5 out of 5. It's it's a great solid movie. I give it a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, I would say so Carl Reiner says it's his best film. He's the director. Wow. Uh, he says it's his best film. Um, and Stephen King said it's the best adaptation of any of his films, uh, any of his books. Um, this is a really good movie. And I this is one of the few rated R movies I was allowed to watch growing mm-hmm. up. Same. Last week was Terminator 2. That was the first rated R movie I was ever saw. And uh I, but I was allowed to watch this all the time. And I don't know why, but it's super good. So what do you give uh, it out of five? How come everybody gets to talk about it and I just get to give a rating? Oh well, my bad. Talk about it. It's five. I'm done. <laughs> oh, please. I'm I want to hear more, please. I'm sorry. I'll be no, okay. I got you. I'm done. It's okay. five. Those all are right. my two facts. It was Thank a very you, good Troy, movie. I never want to get a leech on my nether. I'm sorry. I was not uh, trying to rescue uh, you. Was- the leech part resonates. I'll, I'll meet you again. Shut the fuck up. Uh, the leech part resonates with me. The jumping off the bridge uh, train thing re- resonates with me. Um, you know what resonates with yeah. me is Good I wish it. I would have actually had a friend like River Phoenix growing up. You know? You didn't have a cool friend? That's what friendship. I did not. I think he was the cool friend. Sucked. I don't understand how he was like the psychologist. Like, how is that kid the one that, the only one that can figure mm-hmm. stuff out? Like, out of all those people, he did not have the background for that like it doesn't make I think any sense being a lawyer. empathy yeah empathy yes yeah. yeah like i didn't have um, I, I did definitely did not have any empathy friends growing up empathetic okay so this is the part that kills me is that at the very end when richard drives is sitting at the computer and he's like i'll never have friends like i did when i was 12 years old yeah yeah who who does and Jesus i thought who does. man when i was 12 was probably one of the hardest years of my entire life when i was a kid because mm-hmm. i did not have yeah friends. Exactly. I moved so many times in sixth grade. Oh, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, ha- I can't, I mean, I had like one friend when I was 12. My best friend moved uh, at that time. We were going into seventh grade, sixth, the seventh grade year. Like he moved to Georgia and I was like, oh shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, luckily I had uh, Rusty and, and Nathan. So I, I you know, had some old friends. Uh, his name is Cody Howell. Um, he, Boyd. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't have crossed paths until later. Um, but yeah, so, I, 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 I thought about that too. I'm like, damn, I feel really fortunate and lucky that we still have, you know, our relationships that we have. I think it's yeah. very rare. Very yeah. rare. So, you know, you've known Nathan that long. I've known Nathan and Rusty since third grade. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nathan from Dude. our show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Good. That's incredible. Like that's insane, man. Because I thought I had friends and not in high school. They kind of pieced out, man. And, that's when I found out that life ain't, you know, what you thought it was going to be, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Can't be that way. Can't be that way. But sometimes it's hard though, too. Cause like when you're young, you make, uh, you know, it's like, like when you're young, it's a lot easier to write people off and be like, fuck you. I'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't ever get those people back, or sometimes you don't want those people back. You know, sometimes you just go on different paths too. That's a big part of it. Sometimes yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, sometimes it's a good thing. I think the, I think everything happens for you know reasons for for the most part. You know, right? And that's the thing. Like you know, I you know I don't want to. I talked ad nauseum about it over the last year, but I don't want to get too much into it. But like, I'm you know my path was hard, but I'm happy where I'm at right now, and like the growth that I was able to get to, and so. You know, I'll always be happy, you know, with the hard stuff. Like you said, life is hard, you know, like that that quote. You know, like to me, like it's worth the well, hard stuff to get. I'll to say like stuff, this, I'm know? glad I have friends like you guys now. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show. You know, I feel like in this stage of our life, sure, I had this and and I just look at the now and I look around me and you know, I got really good buddies. You know what I'm saying? Like and I you watch a movie like this and it makes you thankful that you you can still have buddies like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and Kiefer Southern's character, you know, is a teacher in that, you know, he's he's teaching because, you know, he wasn't really, really the bad guy. Kiefer Sutherland's you know? not the bad guy. He's the teacher. <laughs> well, teaching him the streets, bro. This is, That's how you handle yeah, shit yeah, in the streets. He's, he's, he's the professor street. of hard knocks. Troy. Exactly. Troy, this sounds like you might have a switchblade, <laughs> and you might have pulled it out on a twelve-year-old kid. Hey, yeah, teach him a hey, lesson. But but you know what else is important God, to recognize nah. is that after after you know when these cats did grow up, uh, uh, what's a what's uh, what's the big boy's name in the movie? Uh, oh, uh, Vern. Vern, yeah, Vern, yeah. I'm sorry, Vern. You know they all go their separate ways. Vern goes and does something Other else. Family. Uh, uh, Corey Feldman goes to jail. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman goes to jail. And those are the last two standing, man. And did I have some friends like that? Yeah, I probably was the one that went, you know, the Vern's way, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, man. You know, I'm, I, I can say I've been pretty fortunate about that. You know, I know that, um, you know, people we know have definitely lost their lives. Like, that's the, um, sometimes it's young, too. Like, that happened. Um, you know, dealing, uh, I think the first time somebody in my, in my school died was when we were, like, um, in seventh or eighth grade, something like that. Lauren Durrell. Yeah, that was that was one that guy uh, um, on the train track. That was another one too. That was around that time as well. Yeah, and then, but, and then Craig Baxter too. It was like first time dealing with that, you know, um, they're going to see a dead body. I don't think we ever did anything like that. We never see any dead bodies. But did you guys have any like weird like excursions, like long ass trips? Like I think that's one of my favorite things about that one uh, new movie that came out last year about the kids like are trying to go uh, replace the um, the fucking. Um, drone that they broke so they got to go oh, all the way yeah. to the mall like that like good yeah boys. Have, good boys yeah any like long trips or like you know traveling way too far like for a kid your age and, and that type of stuff y'all do anything like that i think when yeah, i was younger i had more of a le- when i lived out in the country i had uh, a longer leash mm-hmm. just because there was nothing around yeah but, yeah i yeah. did that shit in east texas a lot mm-hmm. go out to east texas to get my four-wheeler and I just drive down these red dirt roads, going to different uh, leases and and breaking in and riding their trails. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, and we had adventures around here. Like I grew up around the woods in the city. Yeah, you know, just but, uh, tying a fishing line to my toe. You know, taking a nap by a pond. You know, yeah, help, yeah, boy, helping my friend, you know, paying my friend to you know paint this fence. You know, doing shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times, man. Yeah, I had buddies back in the day. We did some crazy. Do you shit. want to set up the uh, the thingy? Yeah, it's, it's ready to go. You and Troy and Troy. You and Troy boy. I need a uh, screen sharing, please. Yes, sir. Hopefully, you guys have your movie in 
Oh, ready? Ready, Freddy? I've got a list. I have a couple. Hold on. I think I'm going to go with the one. Hold on. Hold on. Uh Here we go. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. My bad. You go ahead, Troy. I wasn't talking to you. My bad. Don't say what your movie is, Troy. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I have a guess of what it is, but I'm not going to say it. All right. Between me and Troy. Here we go. Oh, look at these special effects. Oh, Troy. Troy. Wow. All right. So, um, Bustos, what movie do you think it is? There's there's not any Ernest on there. I looked. Um, no, my movie is a classic and i wanted to start it i i really wanted to do another movie but i wanted to start it off where it began so we're going to start it off with teenage mutant ninja turtles the original flick mm, a good flick that's a good flick chris you're on mute i think yeah i know i was yeah. back good job to ba- back to back Corey feldman movies oh yeah love it yeah, the more Feldman in the show we can get, the better. That's what I say. I'm telling you, I have a. I've met Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah. I have a picture. You've seen it. That's right. I've I've met Mr. Feldman. He's a great man. He is. He is. But yes, that is my pick. I I wanted to start off with the. I figure we'll do keep on doing this, so we'll keep on going down the line, but I looked and I looked can we get at all the score the- though real quick. No, I know you're not going to give me the final score, but can you get the IMDB score and the, yeah, it is 8.1 for Ooh. stand by me. IMDB <laughs> is 8.1 out of 10. Rotten tomatoes is 91% and Metacritic wow. is 75%. Damn. Wow. And the movie came out in 1986. So far that's our oldest movie. Damn bro. Damn. And it still holds up. It still holds it. It really does. Yeah. It actually does. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's shot in Oregon. I, everything I watch with uh, Ashley, she's from Oregon. So like, she's like, you know, that was shot in Oregon. Uh, so when I, when I go visit, it's going to be great. Cause we're going to do a movie tour. So I got to get to see fucking a story. You have to go way out to go, I'm gonna go see to a story. Buddy. Yeah. I'm going to go it's, uh, Castle Rock, Oregon, which is also mm-hmm. um, the name of Carl, uh, Rob Reiner's production company. It's also Castle Rock. Really? Yeah. So uh, he's done all those movies. He did he do Shawshank? Yeah. Oh my so. god, he did right. Damn. What movie I mean, do you think I was going to say, Busto? He did produced it. I thought you were going to yeah. say Short Circuit. And you know, I I, I had almost, that, I don't know why I just had that in my mind. I'm like, he's about to say Short Circuit. I almost man, that was one of them. That was one man. of the five <laughs> in my head. I, I can't believe Short Circuit hasn't been canceled. Oh, it is. They, they, at least that performance. He's kind of, he's had to come out and, and um, you know apologize for his performance. <laughs> but you know what? You know one that did skip uh, skip by the uh, cancel culture thing, and it came back on on uh, TikTok. And there's a bunch of a series of TikToks about it that are hilarious. This movie that came out in the '80s called Soul Man. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember so yes. many. When he turned, okay. when the white guy turns black. Yes, terrible okay. blackface yeah. movie. Oh. Okay. Well, as recently as Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can I change my vote to Short Circuit? No, no. you cannot. You yeah. cannot. 
Uh, it's for your benefit, man. Yeah. No, a TMT. A, TMT should score well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we're scoring. Why does this have to be a competition? Why can't <laughs> you know, he's in a really good uh, volleyball movie that I like. He, let's play uh, his career. He's yeah, got some weird it. ones. He's got up. some weird ones, um, especially at that time. But that volleyball, the volleyball movie, movie? Stan volleyball movie that he's in is really good. What's it exactly. called? The point is it point out or uh, side, point? side out, side out, side, side out. out? Yeah, we're here. Side nobody, out. nobody. Yeah, yeah. They're playing on the beats and yep. shit. And yeah, they're yeah, He's the teacher. Yep. He's the teacher, and then they become a team. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, is that is that the best, the best 80s volleyball movie is still Top Gun? <laughs> probably right, probably right. Uh, um, what else? He was also in this. Oh, you know, I don't think he was in this one. This is that okay? So this this is the same time that that Soul Man came out. There was another movie that came out called Calendar Man around that same time. That was really weird. I mean, that was just a weird time for movies, man. Hey, um, what about when Johnny Knoxville yeah, pretended to be a man? Yeah, you're right. Kid. That's true. That oh my god, time. that wouldn't happen today. Oh god, well, the office, the office wouldn't happen today. Yeah, everybody says that. I don't know if that's true. Oh my god, dude, do you believe Straight that? Up. You really believe yeah. that they can't make the, the you couldn't make the office nowadays? No, hell no, you couldn't. They've already deleted. They it. Trying, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's They've the thing. Already- they try, yeah. but they can't go as far. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Maybe that's what. Yeah, it is. like I feel like I, they keep on trying to recreate it. Yeah, like I, I have, a, I have a sketch that I'm working on, and I don't even know if I can say this. Yeah. But, uh, well, actually, you know what? Never mind. No, I'll, it's a great sketch. I'll tell you offline. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Troy. I want to say I want to commend you actually for, uh, for, for growth. And uh, I was, I was actually shocked and, and proud that that you started the show with uh, questioning whether the the joke that you were about to tell was. Uh, appropriate that was like i was like what the fuck troy i thought that was pretty funny uh i love that that was great um yeah, it was a good joke too i thought it was good i got some great <laughs> jokes we yeah. should do a troy joke of the week uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know about that maybe you can slip one in during make it in about like a, a headline and you can get it in you get it on the headlines for sure for sure for sure i don't know well okay <laughs> But um, HBO is killing it these days. Let's go ahead and say that. If there's a war of the streaming sites right now, they're winning. Um, you have Righteous Gemstones, which has been absolutely amazing. Um, you have Peacemaker, which is the highest scored uh, thing that ever that DC's ever put out. I still haven't watched that. Is it good? Oh my god, yes. dude! Yeah, it's so good. It's hilarious, John man. John Cena? Cena, he's so funny, man. Like he's what makes it. Uh, Vigilante is the best part. Oh yeah, Vigilante is really fucking good too. Um, I don't know. John Cena is really good though. Like he plays out. the role very well. Like I think him and James Gunn get each other. And I, like I was going through James Gunn's uh, IMDb, and I, I I was shocked at how many movies that I didn't know that he made that I really like, especially early in his career. Like 
I didn't know he did Tromeo and Juliet. That that blew my mind. Yeah, I knew he was a trauma Trom- guy. And then Slither. Tromeo and Juliet. Wow. Yeah. Tromeo was crazy back in the day. Tromeo was like damn near like horror porn. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> that's so gross. I do not like watching that movie. No. Uh, uh, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, trauma. Yeah, that's, that's uh, a major thing, but. You know that most of the people that went on to make, I mean, uh, Tim, uh, not Tim Cameron, James Cameron Mm -hmm. came from trauma. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that either. And his producer partner was his girlfriend, but they all, that's where they met. Oh, really? The one that she did? She's a badass director in her own right now. Um, She won an Academy Award. Oh, not Not her? her. Okay, never mind. Whoops. Whoops. He he dates some very creative, talented people. Yes, he does. Yes, he Um, does. So, uh, did anyone watch uh, Somebody Somewhere? I have not. I haven't had a chance to see that yet, but um, when when you pointed that out, I looked at the actress and she killed it in um, Patty Cakes. She's in that movie. She plays Patty's mom. And yeah. uh, it looks really good. I haven't seen it, though. It's very good. I watched the first episode, and I was like, this is a very good first episode. It's about grief and mm. being in the middle of nowhere with no friends and Oof. weird family. And it's... Uh, I don't, that is, it wasn't super funny. There were parts yeah. of it that were funny. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see, you know. But I really enjoyed the first episode a lot. I like. I kind of like that stuff, you know, like the skeleton yeah, twins. You would like it. You would like. You would dig like this. dark, dark comedies. Like, yeah, I really dig that. And then I watched uh, "Being the Ricardos." On oh Amazon. yeah, I saw that. That's really oh, good. That? Very good. good. Really good, yeah. man. Really, really I, good. I, really? Finished okay, 80, I gotta watch it. I finished the eighties top ten. It's uh, it's Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, directed. Yes. So. Javier Bardem, um, man, he's a badass. Like you, you yeah. know, and Nicole Kidman. Come on, you can't, you can't get any better. Than the that. whole, uh, yeah, it's a especially coming movie. off of her last role too. Like she's doing outstanding work right now. And uh, yeah, so that was very good. And then I really just want to talk about the last episode of Gemstones. Yes. Okay. The Righteous Gemstones. So yes. This is by far the best episode out of the entire series so far for me. So set this up for me. Set the gemstones up for me. Okay. Because I'm probably not going to watch it, so I'll live vicariously through you. Tell me the gemstone story. It's a event TV and evangelical family. You know, the dad made a billion billions of dollars being a TV evangelist. He has three kids are kind of also in there doing their own thing within the church. And uh they keep getting into trouble trying to avoid scandals and things because they make poor decisions. Uh, and that's the basic concept. They have weird relatives, you know, that pop up from way back. And their mom died. And, uh, you know, they live on a big compound that's everything's owned by the church. They're ridiculously wealthy, but, uh, and, you know, it's kind of like you, they grew up spoiled. They've been in the church their entire lives. Uh, and, and, the, and the things that happen to them are absolutely crazy because it's a, you know, it's a comedy. 
And, okay. Uh, and what's this on? HBO. HBO. I'll the Righteous Gemstones. So I'll have to check it out. Sounds fun. We talk about the power team and ripping up phone books and stuff. Yeah. So this season, there's a power team going on. Uh, and they, we actually finally got to see them do their stage show on this last episode. <laughs> and it's everything you, if you've ever seen the power team, uh, is everything it was supposed to be. I used to have a shirt. Started. I had the towel. <laughs> I bet you did. did Man, you I had all the book? power. Huh? No, I never got half a phone book, but I, I went to several power team uh, shows well, at he churches. Like, he has like a power team compound in his front yard where all the power team guys live and eat healthy and wear all the same color clothes. So it's kind of culty feel. And because he doesn't want to be a euthanist or his whole life. And uh, it's Adam Devine from Workaholics. Is the youngest son. To me, the, the sister is what steals the show, though. She yes. steals everything. She is absolutely nuts. She, she says some of the craziest shit. Yes, she has no filter. At you all. remember that commercial where it was a, it was a gum commercial, and there these people were fighting, and this this lady says, "You cootie queen" or something like that. You that, like that. You lint licking cootie queen like that yeah. whole thing is, is the embodiment of this character. Like that attitude, she has such an attitude about her. It's so fucking funny, dude. Like, and and she's uh, yeah. she's my favorite character. So the other thing that was really really funny to me was that the Chick Fil A knockoff is called Fancy Nancy's, and they're eating there, and they have a gravy fountain, but not like a fountain that shoots out gravy, but like a wa- uh, soda fountain gravy machine. Yes. It's like six different types of gravy. Mm-hmm. And the way they pray for their food is always hilarious. Every time, anytime they sit around as a family and, a, and say a prayer right after that, immediately. They're just shit talking. The yeah. They're just shit talking each other. Just like, and they're all trying to posture and, and getting daddy's favor. And it's just this. It's so good. Especially after watching, um, watching eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes. The eyes you of Tammy. That? Okay, yes, I watched yes, that. Yes, yes. So that? after watching that, then you see like, Oh my God, this is like, okay. So here's the deal. I don't know what happened, but, uh, between Spider-Man that came out this year, the eyes of Tammy Faye and Tick Tick Boom. Andrew Garfield is on like the high, high end of uh, acting. Yeah. I mean, those are so different. The characters are so different. There's a scene in Spider Man where they go off on like, uh, like an acting. There's a scene between the three Spider Men uh, that the best acting out of any of the superhero movies maybe ever. And then, uh, and you know, it was, took 20 years to be able to even put that together, but whatever. Uh, then him as Jim Baker is really, really good. Yeah. Like within the first like 10 minutes, I, I texted one of my friends and said, dude, the eyes of Tammy Faye, this dude I don't know Jim Baker though. Like I know Tammy way better. Is is do you know Jim Baker? He's nailing it. He He is is, nailing it. All right. Um that's awesome. Because she I thought she did a really good job too. I thought she nailed Yeah. That movie is excellent. Yeah. Very good. I don't think it hit on just everything. The importance of the things the in that within that culture that Tammy Faye was doing Mm, that is appreciated now. And you know, hindsight after her death, maybe even, 
She like died. She, was, she died. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. she died. And uh, what, like how for like how she was ahead of the culture, I guess. Uh, no, she just like she, you know, she uh, she practiced what she preached. Yeah, more than probably Most. anybody on that on that show, and she was just about you know, love, love Love. everybody. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Lee, man. She did a, you know, they just, they kind of talk about the interview she did with the gay guy. Yeah. Uh, That guy's still alive, bro. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible to me. And about HIV. And that was the exact opposite of what every single person in that space was talking about. Yeah. You know, um, and, and yeah, just, uh, you know, it's a very good movie. I've listened to some podcasts and stuff. There's a podcast I like to listen to called You Were Wrong About. And they like revisit people that kind of like got dragged through the tabloids in the 80s and 90s until present day. Yeah. And that they did one about Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. That was very good. And, and they touch on a bunch of the stuff that's, that's in the movie. But um, yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, that you, so you see gemstones and you're like, man, they get it right. Yeah. I mean, they'll kind of go hand in hand there. I mean, Jim Baker went down for basically what they're trying to do this season on gemstones. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's all. And then I think they're pulling, um, you know, I don't want to, uh, I mean, I'm just guessing here, but it, it seems to me like this is going to be like a fire fest situation. Too, you know what I mean? With what they're trying to build. Yeah. You know? That, um, so Eric Andre is on the show. This so season, uh, he's so amazing. And his wife on the show is on one of my other favorite shows. That's also on HBO, but it was on TNT or TBS. I don't remember search party and the blonde, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched Search Party, but I haven't seen it yet. That. It's uh, I, every time I watch it, I watch the whole season in like a day. Wow! Um, and each season is totally different. I mean, not totally different. It's the same characters, but their situation and circumstances are totally different than the season before. Yeah, like on on a berserk, psychopathic level of like narcissism and self self involvement. It's very funny. Michael Showalter is one of the the co-creators or producers uh and he directs a bunch of the episodes and you know that show is good yeah so if i could give give anybody uh one that is flying under the radar search party yes so um yeah, another one apparently acting is nuts this year yeah i never did, you see- did during covid and leading up into all that stuff Woo. did you see tick tick boom i didn't see it yet I have started. I've seen like I've seen like uh, some clips and stuff. Uh, you know what it's about, preview. right? The the guy who wrote um, Rent. 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 Yes, yes, yes. yes. And that kind of changed the way that it changed. You know the way musicals are done. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Very very cool. Um, you know, I've been reminded of this other movie that kind of, I guess, because of when it came out, flew under the radar. It was supposed to come out in theaters because COVID got pushed to streaming, but. It, I was reminded of it because Jackass is about to come out and uh, Eric Andre put out a movie produced by the same guys who make Jackass. Um, it's called yeah, Bad. It's half, 
half reality show. Yes, exactly. Or half punk sketch show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Bad show. Trip. Yeah. Ooh. And it's, it's I can't watch that. It's too cringe. It. It's too cringy. Yeah, like, it's too much, man. It was just yeah. too much for me. Eric Andre is funny and he's so good. That's like his deal. Like he's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh man, it's so extreme. It's so extreme. It's very extreme. It's not so. And wild. it's so realistic because they have such a good budget that the people that get involved in these pranks, like I feel for them because it's so realistic. Like you couldn't. Can I, can I just say I love Jackass? I love fucking jackass. That's you my do? favorite. I love it. Do you like the stunts or what is your favorite part about it? it? Just I, I love the people when they're caught off guard. Yeah. <laughs> like there was one time like a dude was like trying to read something and then just a boxing glove punched him in the face. His eyeball that- popped out though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave England. His eye, I think he lost an eye because of that. No way. Like, <laughs> for real? Like thank you. Yeah, I really do. Um, not all of them got hurt like that though. Uh, and they're back for more, so it is what it is. Like, there's no way he lost his eye. It's so funny though. Aaron, old now, yeah, because like I know they're all by name and everything. Aaron is another guy who's been around since the beginning, and it's so funny on the last commercial that they put out. Like, they're like, it's hilarious that you're waiting for this movie to become a star because like the the shit that they put him through in this movie is even because they've done a lot of bad things to him already. He's the guy that got the the uh, the fake bomb, the the cab driver, and the pubes put on his face. So that was bad. That was bad enough. And then hey. one of the promos, they show that they put honey all over his body and had a bear come and like lick it off. So. Hey, That's torturous. There, there was one time though that I think Bam Margera, he was kind of bullying him, like by punching him in the face. Oh, I was yeah. like, hey man, that was oh, yeah. really cool, man. Like, Not at all. They all I like mean, that, that's the thing. They lost their shit, man. Like, dude, like okay, I, I, I didn't find that funny at all. Like, I was like, dude, uh-uh. you're being a bitch. Like, yeah. dude, I hope he kills you in your sleep. Whoa. Bam Mar- I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Metaphorically speaking, yeah. but now Bam Margera is like in rehab. Uh, I hope he is. I don't know if he is anymore, but uh, he's been battling some stuff for sure. Yeah, he's in the worst shape. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like that, they uh, they got so famous so fast, made so much money so fast. I mean, it's hard to not go off the rails there. I'm glad that Steve-O found his way back. I mean, I I love I love uh, Super Steve-O. Sober Steve-O is amazing to me. Like I love him so much better now that he's sober. Um, than when he was going through all that stuff, man. That was a little, that was really hard to watch, you know, like all that. You know how they wrote or they came up with the ideas is they got the movie sponsored by Miller High Life, and part of that sponsorship was they just backed up a semi truck of Miller High Life on set, and they drank Miller High Life free. The truck, like that, that's where a bunch of the ideas and all that stuff and all of the filming was just like that, and that's a. Uh, you know who directed it, right? Um, I remember his name. I just can't think of it right now. You might. Um, uh, Jeff Tremaine is Jeff director. Tremaine. Yeah, Jeff Tremaine. But Spike you. Jones also. Yeah. Heavily into filming of Jackass, which mm-hmm. is wild to me. He's in this one too. The guy that the guy that directed being John Malkovich. Yep. Is and sabotage. He's a guy that directed sabotage video of Jackass Forever. Yes. What would yeah. y'all do if you're a hottie kid like Bam Margera that always messed with you when you were sleeping? Well, they uh, they exploited the shit out of it and enabled him. And that's 
know, like, but who, his family, but who wouldn't? They all got you know? paid. Exactly, they all got made a lot of money. Who wouldn't do that in that position? That's that's that would be the hardest thing to say no. You know, I wasn't the idea just like here's all the outtakes we have from our skateboarding videos. Mm-hmm. So let's just take the skateboarding tricks out and put the other stuff in. I guess so. CKY, it had to do with the band too. That's where it came yeah. from, CKY, and then it, then it got there. Um, yeah, and it just kind of evolved. It got it just snowballed, really. Yeah. But I love Jackass. I mean, it'll be interesting to see him do those stunts and stuff as old men. Um, and it's like you know, there's definitely a connection there. Even though they're older than us, they're still, you know, I'm sure that we all kind of feel our age. So like to see that, be like, okay. We're all right. <laughs> they're older than us, and they're doing that shit, you know. Exactly. It'll never get old to me. I'm but, sorry. but at the same point in time, I've never been the type of friend that like likes that shit. Like, don't hit me in the nuts, please. Right? Like, don't, don't fucking hit me in the nuts. Don't, I agree. don't, don't throw flour in my face. You but know, that's why you have these guys because exactly. they'll do that, and you don't have to get kicked in the nuts. You can exactly. watch them get kicked in the nuts. Yes, yes, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't duck punch. I think I did have some friends like that. They would like Charlie horse me. I'm like, dude, like, oh. how, is, how how is that friendship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. We played the nutty game, and mm-hmm. I hated that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Not a fan of that. Nope. We played the, um, and then pranks. Just, I just not into pranks as much. Is, I mean, do you spend a lot of time watching that on TikTok or those type like YouTube? That do you like pranks? Do you watch no. pranks? I like I pranks like when pranks. they're genuine. The only one that I like is stuff like this. Is this kind of stuff is cool because it's like it's like reality. I do love reality TV. I I, I do because like Chilling Island to me is a great show because it takes all the 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 rules that reality TV kind of like put in place and. It uses them in very creative ways, but I love reality TV because it puts people in real life situations like, like hidden camera stuff and that kind of stuff. Not necessarily the, the, the pranks, but I like the, um, I, I guess like it punked. is pranks. I don't like know. Yeah. Like first, punked. Yeah, like punked. Punked. first couple seasons of punked. I yeah. I don't like funny. pranks that are, that are really awkward. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. like when somebody messes with me. Like, I just want something like to happen and like, I want it to be like really subtle and it's funny, you know, like a tree. That's a really a person. I like the lampooning of that, though. Like in that, uh, I think you should leave. Like that was like the casket fault. Like that stuff was hilarious, you know. Because I think that's some of these go that far. Sometimes they go that far. They go really far on some of these shows. Well, I think that wasn't a prank though. They just went and filmed a whole bunch of funerals, but they're only showing you the ones where the bottom falls out. Yeah. <laughs> We're not showing you the funerals where everything goes right. We're only showing you the funerals <laughs> where the bottom of the castle. Hey, do you think that has that ever happened? Like, does that happen? No, oh, it's got to have happened. No, yeah, for sure. No. I mean, there's there's got to be some funeral bloopers. Ab- absolutely right? not. Like that's the whole thing. My, I want to rig my uh, casket to do that. To no, out I did see a I did see no. one where a guy rigged his casket to uh, play Art. audio when they oh, put yeah. it on the ground. It's like hello. Oh yeah. Hello. Are you guys just standing around? Yeah. That's I'm down uh, here. Those are uh, weird. That that only like what who would who would do that though? Like, yeah, you know. Oh bro, it's hey. that guy. It takes a special person to do something like that. Did you not see that one guy who buried himself on a Harley Davidson? 
Oh, and it lowered oh. him into the, <laughs> he oh my was running to Harley Davidson, bro. Oh, and then oh. there was this kid, there's this one guy, this like one drug dealer, like in Brazil or something, yeah. who had his body uh whatever to ride a, a crotch rocket. And that's how everybody came in the song. That's that's <laughs> weird. Yeah, I wonder how he died. Yeah, please don't invite me to your funeral if it's gonna be something like that. <laughs> well, I already got I got my kiss casket on layaway. Did you? What? Yeah. Really? But no. did you get you you get full <laughs> honors? You you don't you don't need that. Full kiss army honors. Yeah. Kiss army. Yeah. yeah, I know you're. I mean, you yeah, you've been a kiss carry card carrying member. What is that? Kiss army card carrying. Yeah, member? the kiss army. Yeah. Uh, Long time. I think I do have a kiss army membership. That's but, pretty hey. dope. That's pretty dope. Would uh, that be cool if if like you got it uh, airbrushed? With like the Dallas skyline. No right? man, no. Why? That why, is why, why? Lame. Like, and, and then like your face on it. Lame. <laughs> I, I, I think caskets are wastes of money. Yeah, I, I like the one where it's like you can become a tree. You know, have you seen that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Biodegradable one. Yeah, I want to become a tree, bro. Whatever. I make me want... a tree so I can fly far. That's bird. The absolute, as far as your mains go. Is yeah, the absolute bare minimum cost, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, I want to be. Could can can I be prepared uh, in uh, a special meal? And then Ooh, anybody who wants ew. to participate, anybody who wants to participate, ew. can eat I, me. Oh, I, I, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of the ashes thing, the white lotus. Um, yes, Jennifer Coolidge is on fire. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is very good in that. Um, Hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't like it at first. Oh, you didn't? But yeah, but I like it more now. I, I like the I bellhop. It reminded me of Four Rooms, you know, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot like that, I guess, because they're in the hotel. And I love the social. I love the social commentary. I think that's hilarious. Uh, yes, I'm sitting around. They're all like, dirty um, hands. They all have dirty hands. You know, like it's it's just that that is a perfect that's how we are as a society right now you know everybody thinks that they're experts and they're all kind of trying to make comments about shit they shouldn't even be talking about yeah that way out of their element yes everybody's way out of their element and that's what and i love about this show what so saying. real like, no one's asking for your opinion honestly yes, exactly like, <laughs> and but you know and like the mom is always saying well this is your family this is a safe space you know this is a place where you can say those things without judgment yeah, and then and then they're like, ah, to a point, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I yeah, it, it's 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 got it's grown on me. Yeah. Um I can't wait till season two. Aubrey Plaza back, Jennifer Coolidge back. Um, I think they said somebody else. I can't think of, but it'll be cool. I'm excited. I always like Steve Zahn. I think he's underrated. Yeah, absolutely, and I think those those. I mean, those things that they're talking about are very real. Like, you know, um, relationships are hard, man. Like, and especially those ones that have been there that long, you know, and like, um, I think that talked about some pretty real ass shit. And it's so funny how things kind of work out. Like, uh, something, obviously, that's the thing about like those life events, like, depending on how you look at it it's something small that happened like he just tackled a guy or something big she he saved her life you know what i mean like yeah it's just perspective i, I think one p- part of it goes to you know mike mike white yeah uh, oh yeah 
Great writer. I don't love everything he's ever done, but he always has like some sort of uh, perspective, you know, that's worth whatever he's trying to say. You know, he has a voice behind his stuff. Yeah. Even if even if it's just something <clears throat> like your family sucks, but it's like the only part it's something you have to deal with. That's know? the hardest. And that's the funny thing as somebody who tried to do that, like be creative and like make a short or write something. That's the thing that was so hard for me. Like I love, I get lost in the details and um, it's, it's the, what are, what are you trying to say? Like, what are you, you know, that's the, the hardest part I think out of making something creative is having having a statement that's that's like whenever you know somebody you can you can see somebody that's good at at least uh that has like a very point of view has a like a point of view on something when they approach something i think that's pretty apparent in his work that he's good at that yeah absolutely Um, yeah all right well let's go ahead and get into the talk of the week you guys sent me some of your talks and yeah i think we got them all in let's start i don't ever keep track of who we go with so i like to do counterclockwise counterclockwise and on my screen dean you are first okay oh yes this is a good one I love. Um, I can set it up for you if you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like two of my favorite things. Yes, yeah, Star Trek Star and Ska. Cake the band. Yes. To uh, oh yes. Going to distance, I believe. Okay, then I've seen one of that Ska music. My bad, I fucked that up. This is well, Cake is Ska music. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horn sections. Got a horn section. It's kind of like the upper of yeah but whoever put this out is genius because it's getting repurposed like so many different ways anyway it's a yeah. it's a really good tiktok This one is the cake going the distance, but to uh, different clips from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, so it's got uh, Commander Riker playing his trombone. It's got some weird TikTok dancing. Uh, this different weird stuff from the, that happened on the show in various scenes, and it's just edited together to uh, going the distance. So yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. There's some uh, amazing TikTok editors out there, you know. Do you think they do it outside of something and then bring it in? Right, they have to, right? That no, makes sense. I mean, some some people are just really good at it. Yeah, they do, I mean, I they do it all the time. Uh, this one, you know, they probably took the the all the the clips and just changed the music. On yep. This one. Um, um, mine, couple, like you yeah. said, I've, there's a couple of them. Anything that starts off with trumpet, a trombone, you can. Or a horn, you can yeah, this. absolutely. Mine's kind of similar to that. I'm um, um, mine is, um, it's called my fuck. How do you say that? Oh yeah, Milo the cat, dumbass. Uh, Milo the cat is uh, the TikTok that I am <laughs> sharing. It's uh, he takes cartoons and he he 
he uh, lip syncs them to different raps and it's so good and this one in particular is awesome it's uh biggie and the the cartoon he's using is from oh, chippendales um, right? Chip and, and it's yeah. the big fat mouse that looks like al capone or some shit like it's the cat yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, cat. the cat. I'm sorry, cat, not mouse. Big ass cat. He's got like this like mustache and slick hair, and it's perfect. And I love it. Yeah, his whiskers are like shaped into one of those curly mustaches. mustaches. Yeah. yeah. Frank White, the Desperado, used to rock the all-black Mavado, the all-black El Dorado, all that and the bottle of Dawn P. Uh, Niggas can't harm me, I keep the army, it's Brooklyn in the house. Without a doubt, uh, I'm the rapper with clout, everybody yap about, check it out, guns are bustin', problems with my wife, don't discuss them, coops and lead jets, I lust them. Hell yeah. He's got Brooklyn. Show, man. I like, I like Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I do too, I think that Tailspinner classic. Yeah. All right, Jorge Antonio Becerra. Yeah, so I have a pick. Uh, it that is dope. Uh, it's about these dogs. This guy slaps his dog's butt, and the dog doesn't do anything. So this other guy slaps his other dog's butt, and they start throwing down. I don't know. It's funny. It's got a dog <laughs> in it. Yeah. It made me laugh. You're getting a little thick, OG. The one dog doesn't care, and the other dog is like, We're throwing hands right now. (laughs) Exactly. I I love to slap dogs' butts like that, actually. (laughs) Um, I threw, uh, it throws Ashley off. She's not used to it. I do it to my cat, too. Uh, I just think it's funny. Nice. All right, Trey, what you got? (laughs) Whoa. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I don't know. He had to stand oh, up. He had to stand up. He's he's evacuating. He had to go. Uh, something happened. But I'll fill in for him. I'll set his up. Uh, I got to listen to it, though, because I have no idea. It looks like a guy at a drive through maybe possibly singing. Okay, so this is a Troy wet dream. Basically, it is three white guys at a drive-thru who are, are freestyling their order in such a fashion that it comes off so smooth. It looks like a music video, unplanned, like off the cuff. Except for someone's outside of the car filming them with the camera. Exactly, while they're putting in their order. This is right, sure. Okay, cool. We had a recovery. We okay? All right. Yeah, I had a piece of chicken that didn't go down the right you way. You have to so. tell us. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so y'all y'all said he did the order. He did it so slick, and yeah, that's my shit. That's right, bro. How many times do you think it would take for you to be able to do that? Uh, it would take you and me rehearsing together for yeah. probably about two hours. Two hours. Oof. It's not even morning. I got breakfast on my mind. I need a number two, a number four, two number nines. And can you add a sausage, egg, and cheese with hash browns on the side? My love partner want an orange juice, but he said he don't want ice. And I put some grape jelly in the bag, that would be nice. And I think I want some hotcakes, can you make it four or five? Can I add a chicken biscuit, make sure that it's freshly fried? 
against these bro can you ask them what they put up in that sprite is your ice cream machine working for i really lose my mind is it really broken cause i feel like y'all be lying and i hope you got my order cause you only get one time, one time. but please don't get it wrong cause we got breakfast on our mind yeah, we, we, got got on on mind. we got breakfast on our mind not worth it all right Okay, let's get, uh, that's it. That's your talks of the week. We're going to take a quick break, but before that, let's get into a news break because nothing makes me happier than putting Jorge on the spot. Let's start with Jorge. I got one, I got one, I got one, I got one. Okay, okay, hold on. Let me get you on the spot for everybody. Okay, here we go. A Maryland's wealth advisor was arrested over the weekend for allegedly throwing a drink at a Connecticut smoothie shop employee, calling her an effing immigrant loser, Losing his way, he got arrested, and it's all because his son suffered a peanut reaction to the drink one of them had made. Uh, Merrill Lynch fired that employee, uh, and fired that employee. And uh, at the smoothie shop, uh, all of the employees just said, "Man, he acted a little nuts." Oof. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's my here's mine from the headlines. I've got this off of NBC News. Uh, scientists want to clear up that uh, fluorona is not actually real. You can get the flu and you can get uh, COVID, uh, but uh, fluorona, where you have both, isn't, isn't real. So, yes, you can catch the flu and COVID. No, fluorona isn't real. Unfortunately, Florida is still a real place. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
your clothes. <laughs> do, you have you all state, wow. do you have all state insurance? Uh, That's terrible. Di- discount. <laughs> There's something there. There's something there. I know. God, it, you're just waiting for this awesome punchline, and I'm, it's going to come to me eventually. Probably next episode. <laughs> So, okay, I, I don't, it's not necessarily a, a joke, but I just keep on seeing all these things. And I feel like Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers are about to uh, start like the right wing Avengers. And do you see Joe Rogan as more of a Tony Stark or do you see Aaron Rodgers as more of a Tony Stark? I see Aaron Rodgers as a man bun wearing hipster with depression. Yeah, he would be the Captain America. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he'd definitely yes. be Chris Evans for sure. And Joe Rogan, if he was an Avenger, yeah, I guess he'd have to be Tony Stark or maybe... Maybe he'd be Hulk, right? Yeah, maybe. That's what I was going to say, but... God, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, can I just say how much I loathe... I say guy? Hulk. Yeah, I uh, I hope Aaron Rodgers comes and plays for the Washington football team. There you go. Something to think about while we're on break and when we come back, we'll get into three of a kind. God, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Like I that just should hate, be a drop. I hate his face. I hate everything about him. The way he looks, his stupid man bun. He's like, a good man bun, really. Now it's just like long, right? It's just like a a, it, a, a, a really. It's a, it's a really like taking care of mullet, right? No, it's a man bun. He he's trying to be the last Wisconsin guy. No, the last Wisconsin guy. Oh, okay. I see what you did. Play on words there. You like it? He's trying to be. He's a Great Lakes bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Randy with Big Salinas Barbecue. Just wanted to tell you we now have our award-winning barbecue sauce for sale. We have been cooking up delicious barbecue and sauce since 2014. You can now purchase a bottle at BigSalinasBarbecue.com or visit Chart 380, Joe's Meat Market, Outdoor Grill Sales, Mushak's Meat Market, or the barbecue store to pick up a bottle today. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Salinas Barbecue. He looks like he wants to take karate. I took karate. We're back, oh. guys. <laughs> We're back, guys, because I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, yeah, me, me and Ray Wyatt, uh, in our, in our, we were adults, well into our adulthood. We were like in our 30s, early 30s. Oh, you were in your 20s. Bro. 20s, late 20s, maybe. Mid, mid to late 20s. And we took karate. 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 It was called Chochi Zen Karate. And we just wanted to get in a little bit of shape. This guy looked like Billy Blanks. And so he, he, he's That's like, awesome. yeah, sold, sold, sold. Billy Blanks. I love Billy Blanks. I'm a Billy Blanks fan. So I'm like, yes, teach me karate, chochis and karate. And yeah, and we did it, man. I did it for a few months. I got to uh, the, the level of advanced yellow belt and I used to keep it and put it on my wall. Break a board? I did not get to break a board. I wanted to do competition. That's what I really was into, but he would always talk about it, but it was never about it. So I was just like, fuck that, dude. I feel like this is a scam. You know? Wait, what, wait, what do you mean? The, the, your sensei? 
Yeah, my sensei was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get you guys in a competition. It'll be great. You know, we'll compete. And he never got you to it? No, we never got there. Buddy, I would have, I, dude, I would have been like, meet me at this garage. Okay. It's in Dallas. Well, that's what right. it was like. That's what it felt I mean, like. It was like it's on the third okay. floor. Well, like, we couldn't find a competition because the first rule is you, you got to be a child. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about it. I aged out. Basically, I aged out of karate. Um, you know, <laughs> what is, you know there were no 200 plus yellow belts. Let- well, there are, you know, there is adult like like old man wrestling. Do you, do you ever think about yeah, that? There yeah, there is. You want to do uh, it? I thought no, about Chris. jujitsu. Dude, let's I mean, do it. Let's do some old ju- man wrestling. Getting into some jujitsu just but it's expensive, man. Hey, like, Chris, I, I want to beat somebody. I want to beat somebody that that I never had a chance of beating when I was young. I want to beat them now. What <laughs> oh, did, dude, did I send you that takedown on TikTok? Uh-uh. I said it's Deacon. This kid it is within the first 15 seconds of the of the match. Like yeah. they shake hands, the ref goes, go. And he does a flat out sprawl. The kid, the other kid, I mean, just like he goes flat immediately and then snatches the kid's ankle. Oh my God. And uh, pins him. Wow. It's like one of those, it's like one of those moves that this shouldn't work. Someone that's been wrestling for like seven years and someone who's never wrestled before end up against each other. Yeah. Poor Adam Hall. I'll never forget that when he wrestled Ryan Reeser, who was a judo national, like he was going to the Olympics for judo. And he had to wrestle him, and he couldn't even stand up because he he couldn't get his feet on the ground. Well, there's a kid, there's a kid in Deacon's eight, uh, grade. It's one of Deacon's friends who's been wrestling since he was like four or five, right? Yeah. yeah. And most of the people in eighth grade have wrestled at most three or four years, at most. Yeah. And he goes in there, and most of the time he's against somebody. It's usually one or two years of wrestling. Yep. And he just goes in there to see he'll he'll sco- he'll go as fast as he can to score ten points, mm-hmm. and th- before he even thinks about actually pinning them. Wow! And he just ragdolls these. I mean, he is built yeah. like yeah. a wrestler. Like you would say, "Hey, what's a wrestler like? Yeah. A good hundred and sixty pound wrestler, mm-hmm. hundred seventy pound wrestler look like?" Uh, this kid has his his. Uh, he's in eighth grade, yeah. and his thighs are just like solid muscle. Yeah, like it, it's it's wild. I'm gonna do it, dude. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, especially. Maybe I'm gonna train for the next ten years, and then at fifty, I'm gonna be the national champion, the national fifty year old wrestling champion. What um, senior? I've already started. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm drinking zero sugar soda now. This is one of my tricks. I've been doing that. Uh, it's new to me. New to me. So you can maybe hook me up with some flavors. Right now, AMW is my favorite, and uh, Mountain Dew has one that's really good. Uh, I really want to see what your face would look like if you were to show up at a garage and it was like some underground fighting competition. Like where, as soon as you get there, like some guys walking off with the bloody nose and his teeth, and they're like, "Okay." You'd be surprised. I'm unassuming. I'm unassuming. Church camp earlier, and me and my friends definitely had an underground submission wrestling yeah. uh, at the church camp I went to. The price of admittance was bring your mattress and you just go until somebody taps. And uh, that's the first time you're on you know, mute. We say something? I saw someone in a fight. So, was, you said that was the first time you saw somebody crying in a fight? No. Get fish hooked. Oh. We missed like, that part. In, a, in an actual like combat. Fight. Mm-hmm. 
There was a and, and that's when you grab the- somebody with your finger and you hook it inside of their yeah. lip and pull as hard as you can. So one of the actually the head counselor was a former Marine. He had had to retire because he had cancer. So he got medically discharged from the Marine Corps. He was the head counselor that year, and he got in on the action. And he went up against two guys, and he had one guy pinned with his knee on their chest, and the other guy came up behind him, and he just reached back and just shook the guy to the ground. <laughs> and uh, I think that was one of the one of the reasons I thought, you know what, the I'm gonna do the Marines. Like yeah, good, sounds like a you know real life application. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say in the army. Uh, can you sit up a little bit? I call, all I can see is your nose and your eyes, and it's really weird. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. In the army, we we had like an underground, like I mean, motherfuckers were fighting the barracks. Get out of town. Yeah, motherfuckers yeah, were fucking I'm, in the barracks, fighting in the barracks. <laughs> what do you fuck? No, fighting in the barracks. Crazy. But yeah, they were That's fucking amazing. in the barracks too, not <laughs> each other. They usually brought a woman over. Get out of town. I don't want to hear about that. That stuff scares me. <laughs> what, fucking in the barracks? No, it truly does. Like, I'm afraid for women in the military. <laughs> I really am. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, so, not all I'm so terrified for women yeah, in the military. I mean, that woman went missing, though, know, at Fort yeah. Hood. Like, she just was gone. Never found her. Yeah, those are, I mean, that's some scary stuff. Yep. But, uh, I Fort I Hood is cursed. Mm-hmm. Fort Hood is cursed. I've been there, done that. Fort Hood is cursed. That I'll just tell you that right straight up. Uh, there was like three girls in my MOS school, and they were. All- Can anybody hear anybody? Well, yeah, we you were gone for a second, but we heard that you had three girls in your MOS school. Yep, and they were all badass. Like, yeah, they could definitely uh, fuck a dude up. Themselves. Yeah. yeah, they had no, and they had no problem stating that. Yep. If you looked at them, that's awesome. I love that. But they, yeah, what would they say? Them. What would they say? They'd be like, "Step the fuck up, Don't make me spit my Copenhagen out and come over there and kick your ass. Yep. Make you my Ooh. bitch, basically. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, let's see that. Let's Damn. see that. What do you want to do? Well, come on. Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, you got that? Well, get some would of this. Intergender. You'd be cool with that. You'd be. You know, well, we don't want to talk about that. Intergender champions. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Andy Kaufman stuff lately. Have you noticed that? I've been seeing him all over the place. Really? Yeah, because people that have never heard of him, they you know, he made a big comeback when Man on the Moon came out. When yeah, we for sure. Uh, I guess then, I watched that know, late night thing. They talked yeah, about him on that. And, and a lot of people are, uh, you know, just discovering that it even existed. And that's yeah. like one, of, one thing I find out about, you know, TikTok and stuff is like yeah. stuff that was not, you know, would never have been discovered. And also these people keep dying. Yeah, you know, so you you end up they posting, you know, when Norm Macdonald died, you've got every single clip. It's just a whole new audience, right? clip. Yeah, because they they're like, who is this guy? Yeah, and find it and like, oh, okay, well, I'm like, put this on was it you who shared the uh, Andy Kaufman on the dating show? Yeah, I did. That shit was yeah. so fucking hilarious. Oh, it was so good. But those guys used to get on there all the time. They would yeah. get past the casting agents had no idea. Yeah, there's you can find footage of a lot of not only uh, comedians but actors as well. Yeah. That were well, on actors, those. you know, that's how you got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, you had yeah. to audition for all that stuff. But whenever a comedian gets on, well, the fact that Andy Kaufman got on there is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because he and then he was in character. So right, no he probably he came in as Andy Kaufman and then got on the show. Or, or it just shows you how great 
game show casting agents maybe were. Oh, that's also, true. That's like, true. That's true. I got an idea. To me. Yeah. 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 It's really funny. <laughs> she's like, she's. It's this woman. I actually played on here. I think I got it saved. But she's like, I. You know how they do the set of scenarios. She's like, I'm Santa Claus. You're sitting on my lap. What are you gonna do? And he's like, I'm. Um, um, I don't understand. I'm I don't understand. You're who? Santa Claus. You're Santa Claus. Oh, yes. I will tell you what I want for Christmas. Yes, I would like What's a record player. What, what would you want for Christmas? A TV. <laughs> He's just a porn man character. Yes. You know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I guess there was, I was watching a documentary about late night or it was the 80s thing or something like that. And then they were talking about the thing where he came on there with Jerry Lawler on yeah, that was Letterman. 80s. That was the first episode. Yeah. Uh, it was coffee, so... coffee or water cooler moments of the 80s. So good, man. That was so awesome. And yeah. To like and like how long they hold on to those secrets too, I think is really cool and interesting. Because like I mean, he played that close to the vest. Like he he just he just now like I guess in the last 10, 15 years started uh, you know saying that he was in on it and like it was fake. Yeah, I don't think he said anything until after Man on the Moon came out. Yeah, he also did. He played himself on Man on the Moon too. Mm-hmm. That's true, and apparently, and that's the thing too, like. That's when uh, Jim Carrey got really into <laughs> like, being in character played, on um, set. You know what I mean? And Norm he was McDonald's like Andy Kaufman for those few played, years. Played the part that was played by uh, Michael Richards on Fridays. Yeah, he was on before he was Kramer. He was the guy that was Norm Macdonald, where he got Man. real ticked off whenever he just like yeah totally blew the skit. Apart. That shit just fucking uh, yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, that shit. Just kind of blew my, uh, blew, I blew my my own mind right now. Um, just thinking about that because uh, I there's that documentary that came out years later about the making of that movie and about Jim Carrey being in character as Andy Kaufman the whole time and not breaking character on set. And just thinking about where Jim Carrey is now, right, where he is as a public uh, person and how he carries himself as, in the public light. A lot of people say a lot of he's things. Odd. He's odd. He's crazy. But he's odd. He's just he's, he's just spacey. He's not he's calm anymore. He doesn't. He he's trying to explain. This is I'm not <laughs> yeah. in character now. So yeah. yeah, he's just setting the expectation of you know for 20, 30 years. Yeah, my entire adult life. At I, point, I played I, Jim I felt, Carrey. I felt like I had to be in character and on to perform at all times. And yes. I'm no, I don't feel that. Anymore. So that's to set up the expectation of now nah, we can have an actual conversation. <laughs> right. But uh, I think that's him. interesting, that's though. I think him. maybe that's where he start. Maybe. I don't know. It just like I think maybe I think you put yourself in that position and you you you, you embody. Like, like I said, he, he's being Andy Kaufman, him embodying that role, become Kaufman. So you lose yourself for a second and then you come back and you're like, wait a second. I got to go back to being me. Wait, uh, who is me? Am I Jim Carrey? Is that me? Is that a role I play? You know what I mean? Maybe that's what started the whole thing for him. Yeah. I mean, it could have been because that was a pretty wild time for him. I mean, just everybody was like, damn. Yeah. But also, you wanted to do a good job, and that's how they tell you, you know. I, the movie he also didn't excellent. embody like his relationship that he had with like Jerry the Clean Waller. Like Jerry the yeah. Clean Waller was like, bro, yeah. like you know that we were actually friends, right? Like, weren't. But he didn't turn it off. He stayed in the character. Yeah, all, the whole that time. wasn't cool. Yeah, a lot of, it, run, it runs people the wrong way for sure. A lot of people, makeup artists. There's a lot of people in the documentary that were really, 
revealing about how all that shit went down. Yeah, and there's sure. footage. There's footage. It's a really. I, can, can you look that up? Uh, I don't know the documentary. Yeah. Uh, well, don't be it. This is how not to be a dick. <laughs> and guess who did not watch that? Jared Leto. Jared Leto didn't watch that fucking movie. He said, "Fuck you" with that movie. Really? Why? Because that's that's what he does now. Is his mo is being in character? Like he was in character with Joker when he was in uh, Suicide Squad the whole time. So he's killing people. Well, he wasn't killing people, but he was like sending like dead oh, animals and to yeah, and poop and poop to Will Will Smith on set and, and doing weird shit like that. Like I uh, used condoms, use condoms, like Whoa. all kinds of weird shit. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond, name of the documentary. And Will Smith put up with it? It's on Netflix. I mean, I guess you have to do a point. I mean, I'd be like, I'm Will Smith. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, that's the thing. I think that's a lot of, uh, you know, that's a big part of it, too. I think that's something that some people talk about. That's what I love about those roundtables, because you get a little bit of that, uh, where they they let you behind the curtain a little bit, because they say that's part of it on set, too. Is dealing with that kind of shit and how deal with the other actors' process. That, yeah. That's part of why you're getting paid as much as you're getting paid. Exactly. Exactly. And everybody I agrees. Yeah, everybody out. agrees on a common goal, and like the end result is what matters. How you get there is how you get there. There's some new Hollywood Report roundtables out that don't involve Zoom. Really? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched them. So I have I'm, I have alerts as soon as anyone comes up. I, I watch it, uh, but they have uh, two. One has Andrew Garfield, Jonathan Majors, Nicholas Cage. Oh shit! And uh, I spaced yeah. on time. We got to go real quick. Um, I got to wrap up. Yeah, I got to wrap up. So we got to do three of a kind real quick. Troy, we're gonna have to skip uh, sports this week, but we'll get you're gonna get a whole uh, you know hour and a half of it on the other show. Um, so let's go ahead and get into a three of a kind. All right, first up is Chris, then myself, Dean, and Troy, and this week's three of a kind is gonna be our favorite villains speed round. Are you ready? I'm so villain, ready right? for this. Go. Super villains. I'm gonna go with my favorite, and that's my first that I encountered. I'm going with Lex Luthor, played by G. Hackman. That is my favorite. It's my first one. Whoa, whoa, time out. Are we going? Are we going? Uh, anything, bro? Anything? Any, cartoon? Any, anything, cartoon? But, no, but but Chris but is just making a reference. Man. Chris is just making Never a reference, going. like whatever. So the comic book. It could be, could be from, a a movie. from a book. It, it, it could be any comic book par- character. Yeah, it could be a movie. But Chris is just saying his favorite is Lex uh, Lex Luthor, played by. Gene Hackman, you, yours could be, you know, whatever a drama. It could just be, it could just be Lex Luthor and leave it at that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Mine is obviously going to be the Joker, the Joker, but not the Boston Joker. I'm talking about <laughs> like a Joker, like Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Gene, TJ had the worst Boston accent, by the way, <laughs> and he knows people from Boston. That's the hardest thing to believe. That helped. go ahead. They helped him. I'm going to go with a... He's been uh, several iterations of a villain and sometimes a hero, which is always my favorite kind of villain. That's Loki. Ooh, Loki. Loki. All righty. Loki's cool. No super likes yet. No no, uh, no disses yep. either. Uh, Troy, go ahead. Thanos. 
Thanos. Thanos. Thanos. The that's, ultimate Thanos. of all villains. Nice. Okay, Chris, you're up next. I'm going to go with one. I love the way he was revealed to me, and it's one of my favorite reveals of all time. I'm going to go with Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. Oh, Mr. Glass. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll super like that. It's not on my list, but I'll super like it anyway. Thank and you. I'll diss it because it's not a true comic book. It's, it's Wait, based that's, off No, that's not part of the rules. You, uh, you clarified on the rules, and now we get part of the rules. So fuck you. If you're going to diss it. Okay, that's fine. Diss it, but don't diss it based on made-up bullshit that's not part of the rules. It doesn't matter if it's not, it's not a fucking, uh, you know... A fifty-year run comic book. It's supervillain, and he is a supervillain. He killed fucking, I don't know, thousands, of, thousands people. of people. Thousands. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. He killed Bruce Willis, right? No, he killed thousands. He he derailed a train and he burnt down buildings and he did all this terrible things. Uh, took down planes to try to find a superhero. Okay. All right. And he uh, finds one by derailing a train, and Bruce Willis survives without a scratch. And he's like, "Oop, found one." Okay. Well, uh, mine is going to be Kingpin. Kingpin. He's like that of a Lex Luthor, but... Yes, that's my favorite part of Hawkeye, by the way. Um, Really? He's in it? I haven't seen that. (laughs) Yes, and there's a really badass fight scene at the end that he's involved in. And uh, they leave you uh, on a, a questionable cliffhanger. Is he dead? Is he not dead? We don't know. Was it the Kingpin from the Netflix series or no? Yes, part, Hawkeye. It's on. Um, it's on Disney. Disney Plus. We've talked about it Hawkeye. on the show. <laughs> Go watch Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Disney Plus. It's amazing. I have Disney Plus, but but I'm saying it's the same Kingpin as a Netflix one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Vincent D'Onofrio, who we have yep. done on entire podcasts. About. About. I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. He's that. He's that thing from that guy. He's so okay. good. All right, Dean, you're up next. Well, I'm going to go with another Netflix Marvel. Uh, and that is Purple Man, played by David Tennant. Purple Man. The dude is creepy. If you've watched the Jessica Jones series. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I don't know. I just think, I'm, I'm not going to diss it, but I just think it's the worst name ever. I hate that name. Oh, it is the worst name ever. I yeah. agree with you. And But the way they do yeah. it in the Jessica Jones series, yeah, it makes it pretty freaking yeah. evil. And he he is. They don't really just straight up call him Purple Man. No, yeah, I like it. Alrighty, I like it. Troy, you're up next. Um, I'm gonna go with Jim Carrey's The Riddler. A diss, worst ever. Honestly, just because of uh, it's misses the mark. I think because I dissed you. No, 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 no. For real. Like honestly, aside from I wanting to diss you as badly as I do, which I do, I I'll admit that I want to diss you so badly. But I'm glad you came with this one because it is the literally the worst supervillain. <laughs> Uh, portrayed on screen of all time like you'll you'll see though later on this year you're gonna see the way the riddler should be played Uh, that's one thing i'm grateful for yeah yeah and i'm excited about that because paul dano is gonna crush that shit i would say that tommy lee jones two face is actually worse than the riddler (laughs) yes but those i mean mr freeze mr freeze Freeze was terrible too like yeah oh god joel schumacher's batman's the worst of all time yeah it's abhorrent uh, all right, Chris, you're up. All right, all right. Um, this is my final one. Uh, super villain. 
I'm going to go with one that people beloved almost as much as they do the the hero of the story. I'm going to go with Magneto. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say when you started. Magneto. Yeah, that Magneto is beloved, even though he's a supervillain. Everybody loves yeah. him. All right. Uh, mine's going to be Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Sabretooth's yeah. badass. I think his, his right. best run was in the animated series, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're bringing that back, by the way. Nice. Really? Bring the music. 90s X-Men. But, but, but is it really going to be the same? The same animation style. Same animation style. Really? Same. Okay. If, if they keep it the same animation style, like it just, there comes a point where it's, it's, I don't know. It just loses its luster. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Dean, you're up. Okay. Mine, it, my, I guess this would be my last one would be, uh, from Doom Patrol. And I would have to go with the first season bad guy in Doom Patrol, Mr. Nobody. Is that the bug? Alan, Alan Tudyk. Mr. Nobody. Wasn't he a bug or something? What? Was he, what do you, how was he portrayed in the first season? He was like uh, a mirror, kind of like he was like not all incorporal. Corporal. But wasn't he like an animal or like a bug or something like that before? Um, I think he was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's fine. And anyway, Mr. Nobody, I thought he kind of pulled the strings through Doom Patrol this first season. So give it up for uh, Mr. He was Nobody. a narrator also for this first season. Yeah. Huh. Okay. If you read the comics, he's good too in that too as well. Yeah. Sounds like a nobody. Okay. Right. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have another disc though, so <laughs> you don't like you didn't act like Alan Tudyk in Doom Patrol. I think I don't know. I, I, think, I think I think he I, I I don't like British acting as much as you do. I don't think Alan Tudyk, uh, born in El Paso, Texas. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's great. All right, Troy boy. Troy boy, you're right. last. Well, this guy is my favorite guy in the whole universe. And uh, he's my number one uh, mini list, and I'm going with Deadpool. Is he a supervillain? He started off as a villain, yeah. yeah he's a mercenary. And he killed everybody in the Marvel Universe. Yes, point. he did twice. twice. You know what? I'll go with the super like on that because Deadpool nice. is a phenomenon. Cool. Nice. I, I will have a new one, I think, maybe. Uh, when will. Batgirl, Batgirl comes out on. Uh, HBO Max later this year. Oh yeah, Brendan Fraser will be playing Firefly. So as a villain, I'll take that. Nice. To be continued. Awesome. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Who won? Uh, Troy did. Oh, Troy won. Deadpool. Woo! The greatest. I would like to see Doctor Doom be a good bad guy in a movie. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, honorable mention would be uh, Black Manta from Aquaman. He was pretty dope. Mm. Kind of had a point. Yeah. Uh, also, Killmonger from Black Panther. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Killmonger is a good one. Man. I, I kind of wish I, I could change one of mine to like the fucking evil octopus queen on Little Mermaid. Bullseye. One of my favorites. Bullseye? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just like the uh, fact he can turn a weapon or, or anything into a weapon. I think that yeah. is the, legit. Pa- the straightening the paperclip and killing somebody with a straight paperclip is always uh, awesome. Ozymandias, Ozymandias from yeah. Watchmen. Yeah. But I would say more so the bad guy in the Watchmen is the blue guy, really. Mm, yeah, Taskmaster is another one. For me. Sinestro, Sinestro, and Penguin. Taskmaster. I'm surprised Jorge didn't say Danny DeVito's Penguin. Right. I was gonna say that. But I was gonna say it too, but I chose the Riddler and got. I'm surprised it. y'all didn't say uh, Daniel Larusso. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about that. All right, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Good Vibes Podcast. All righty, we'll go ahead and talk. Remember the beginning of any calls? No, any any messages yet? Any any? No, t- nobody even calling us to change our cards. Right. Oh, I, I did got get it. some warranty checks. Okay, well then you got to play those. Instead of warranty, you got to answer well, those. I, I don't answer those. Okay, well you got to call them. I, 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 I have a Mr. Baker. We got to call him back. All right. I'm gonna learn from Mr. Baker, and I'm gonna say, go ahead and put that number on screen one time for me. And if I can just get one of you, double the amount of calls you made. The amount of calls you've made through our hotline. You can such good vibes out into. We can a screen right now. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us who your favorite villain is. <laughs> tell us, yes. Tell us that. Tell me what your favorite season of Search Party is. Tell me what you want me to eat next. Oh, by the way. What did you eat quick. today? You ate the whole damn show. Let's chicken. hear about it. I ate a whole chicken in one chicken. bite. Lemon chicken and no, not on the bone. Baked lemon chicken with some country southern rice and a mixed spring salad with spinach and some other shit and uh, some eggs, cheese on it, and some real bacon. No, I didn't have no eggs. I don't eat eggs. What was that? It was like orange. You ate a really old egg. It was lemon, lemon chicken on it. It was this. It well, was the. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. they choked on a lemon rind. Okay. Uh, uh, well, guys, choked I got a chicken. Choked on a chicken. <laughs> choked on a chicken. All right, homie. Adios. Bye, Condios. Y'all tell me about me next week. Next week, I'm in the wilderness, so I'll be here. Thank you for listening. I'm going to be out. I'll be safe. Appreciate it. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog. Hi, this is Randy with Big Salinas Barbecue. Just wanted to tell you we now have our award winning barbecue sauce for sale. We have been cooking up delicious barbecue and sauce since 2014. You can now purchase a bottle at BigSalinasBarbecue.com or visit Chart 380, Joe's Meat Market, Outdoor Grill Sales, Moshak's Meat Market, or the barbecue store to pick up a bottle today. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Salinas Barbecue. Hey, it's me again. You know what I love? culture and nonsense it's so fun i found a podcast that has pop culture and nonsense and the podcast is so fun i love it and i think you will too if you like those two things that i have previously mentioned pop culture and nonsense the podcast is called good vibes and it comes out every Wednesday. I think you will enjoy it most assuredly.
It's on the Good Podcast Network. If you know what I'm saying. Every Wednesday, wherever you get your favorite podcast.